Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Inducement. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, and it's available in the Blasphemous Tome, issue number 10. Matthew is also our game master, and this is the first time that we have run this one shot. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Matthew. Right, thank you very much, Tom. As a way by a slightly canned introduction here. <clears throat> None of you remember who you are. You know that you have certain skills, but how you acquired them is a mystery. The singular memory you have feels recent. It's like a lone photograph on the last page of an otherwise empty album. What you see before you in that memory starts to melt before your eyes, almost like the paints of a an oil painting that slowly swirl and merge together. It leaves you feeling nauseous for a second as everything starts to spin around you and starts to reform. And you find yourselves all in what appears to be a church. There's bright stained glass windows dotted around the, uh, dotted around the walls, but outside it's dark. So you've got the lights inside from candles and from candelabra and other lights which are illuminating the place. But otherwise, looking around, besides your individual selves, there are four other people here. We'll do a quick round robin to describe, so you can describe what your outward appearance looks like. So for the purposes of this, we'll refer to you by, uh, by player name, as none of you remember your character names as yet. So we'll start with Tom. What do you look like? Well, I'm actually quite uh, quite good looking. I am 26 years old. I have kind of strawberry blonde hair and green eyes. Um, I'm taller than average. I'm thin, muscular, not not overly muscular. Um, I could be possibly a supermodel, but I don't recall being a supermodel i'm not sure who i am at all um and i'm well dressed gotcha right next round nathan what do you look like all right uh i kind of on the opposite side of that uh, uh 65 ish you think maybe uh old man a uh, bit of a, a paunch on him uh and not much hair just a little clinging to the side he's he's kind of looking at his hands you can see they're a little twitchy just with uh with age good good and riley over to you um i sort of uh physically evoke imagery of a desk because i'm short and wide um, my, my clothing sort of betrays a level of musculature that you wouldn't necessarily expect on someone who's, uh, as small as I am. Um, but you know, I sort of still stand pretty tall and pretty proud of myself. Otherwise not particularly, uh, noteworthy beyond that. Um, yeah. And David. Uh, I'm, a. Uh muscular uh fellow 40-ish uh you know kind of regular looking but husky i clearly my hands indicate that i work with them uh yeah a little little taller 
little broader of shoulder than most folks, but uh, uh, kind of a blank beyond that. Right. Last but not least, John. Yeah, I'm a younger guy, like about 20s, you know, or maybe early 30s looking. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, somewhat handsome, rather handsome, uh, and I'm uh, constitutable. Like I, you know, look like I'm kind of rugged, like I can, you know, Bit, you know, been, been around the block a little bit, you know, can get get through the woods, that kind of thing, no problem. Gotcha. So that is the scene that you've seen before you. You have these individuals around you. You're still roughly in a circle in the middle of the main aisle of the of the church, between the, the stone pillars that hold up the roof and its nice vaulted ceilings. Otherwise, there's no sound. There's just the five of you. We're we're standing in the middle of the center aisle. Yep. Uh, how are we dressed? Uh, that is completely up to you. Right. So I'm probably wearing jeans and a flannel shirt over a t-shirt or something. Um, gentlemen, um, I'm not sure how I got here or who we are or where we are. Um, I'm quite confused. I might be on something. Uh, I, 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 I share. I, 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 I share that 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 reality. I'll start walking towards the um, altar, um, genuflect, and just go kneel at it. Oh, you're Catholic. How do I know that? I just it's interesting to pull out my um little crucifix chain as well while I do this. Is there a big pipe organ in the church? Yeah, there certainly can be. Maybe we were in some kind of accident. Right? What do you Maybe. mean? Is the ground wet or is there blood on the floor? Well, I just, I just mean I don't know how I got here or uh if a Last thing I remember, I was on a, I was like on a glacier or something. It was very cold, uh, and then suddenly, I'm here. Like I don't. I, uh, I, I was in the desert. Okay, well, so we've got two opposite ends of the spectrum there. Remember a desert, but I remember a, a hill and fields and. All right, we've got three different biomes going already. Okay. Let me ask, have have you ever been on a spirit journey? What's that? Like on the airplane? And a, not well. Like an I Indian don't thing? Quite rem- not exactly. Mostly just drugs, I think. Um, I think maybe I've tried that before, but I can't remember, honestly. I'm Probably have done drugs, though I can't recall anything. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I I don't even know who I am. I'm hot. Oh fuck! I can't remember what my name is. How do you know that without a mirror? That's incredible. You are correct. Look at my skin. I must be applying lotion all the time. Um, Uh, I'm gonna have a look outside the church door. I'll go with you. 
sometimes they put the name of the church on the outside of the good thinking yeah you wander down the aisle you get to the uh the intersection the middle where the font is you you take a turn and there's big set of double wooden doors ahead of you um you reach out grab the handle roll me a d6 please do i do that because i'm with him or uh just whoever's opening the door it's a four four okay Right, you open the door, which you fully expect would go outside, and the door opens up into another room. In fact, a room that looks quite distinctively obvious as to what it is. You've got a large, it's large and rectangular. Uh, there are lots of desks that go off at regular intervals with plenty of nice, comfortable chairs, not like sofas lined up against them, but at least comfortable, functional chairs sat in front of them. And all the walls are lined with books. This looks like a library of some description. Why would this is this looks like the front door to you, right? Well, yeah, but is it like like a church in a monastery that's connected to a library that might be connected to other things? This maybe it's not like a public. An, this looks more like an academic institution. This looks like yeah. uh, maybe like a university library. Yeah, so a religion, a Catholic university library. How is this room lit? Uh, also lit by um, what seem to be like desk lights. Uh, there are strip lights overhead. Um, outside, oh. also there are big windows, um, not stained glass here, but also reveals a night sky outside, which overlooks what seems to be rolling sand dunes going off into the distance. I was hoping for a town. It, well, I mean, a university can be a fairly large place, so maybe we're just in the middle of the place somewhere. Do I feel like I've ever been in the desert anywhere? Do I know what it would feel like to try to walk across a sand dune? Nothing springs to mind yeah. immediately for yourself, but for for Tom, you mentioned about a desert. Yeah, desert I mean, yeah. I must oh, have right. walked in, in in here from out there. Do you have like sand in your cuffs or mm. anything? Mm. Do I? I I have on uh, slip-ons, nice shoes, but I'll I'll pull one off and shake it and see if there's any sand. No, nothing scatters to the floor, but nothing. You definitely, you definitely do remember a desert, and there is one I, extending outside the library. I, I seem I, to recall uh, being on the top of a sand dune, and the sand started sliding. Something. Did you get pulled? Did you fall down? Well, I I was looking over the sand dune. And I remember something coming out of the sky and hitting the ground way yeah. far behind me. And oh. then all the sand started sliding towards it. I, I don't know whether I slid down the sand dune or if I fell off the edge. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid to fall off the edge. So I had a similar thing, but... Like, is that on my glacier? Like, 
I, something like came out of the sky. It like like it was a blinding light that struck the gl the glacier, cracked, spread through the ice, and then like it all fractured. And and I think I fell. I don't know. It's the last thing I remember. So it's kind of like the same thing you described, but on a glacier instead of the desert. Right, but Weird. it looks like we're in a desert because instead of it being outside through the front door, it's a it's like a library, and outside the window, it's the desert. Well, and there are certain things that we seem to know instinctually that that, that that's church. That's a, a those are stained glass windows. That's an organ. We know that's a church. This looks like a library. What what kind of books do they have? Uh, is it a collection of some sort? Uh, something by the author? Um, I can't. I can't think of an author. Easy enough to check. Just uh, pop one. I mean, I can't the... think of any author. How about? Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna walk over and look Pulls at the books. It. Pull a book out. Yeah. Is there another door out of the library? Yeah, there's there's a few doors. You can see there's another one right at the far end. Yeah, there's I'm... a couple that go off in either direction from there. I would like to be outside, so I'm gonna go a beeline across. Okay, so you're going straight across. Meanwhile. Tom, Nathan, start having a look through various books. There's not any one subject that's covered here. It's not like exclusively theology or exclusively architecture. There's it is a reference library. There are plenty of subjects here divided up into different bookcases. So they all have their own specific sections arranged by Dewey Decimal. So it's fairly easy to find everything in here. But we understand the concept of the like natural world or or mm. what that we just don't remember yeah correct our relationship to it okay so it's important when you have a situation like this that you remain calm i remember that much at least let's put things back at where we are and just don't think about having a bad trip oh <laughs> oh i don't I, we're not i don't think we're currently tripping i don't think it's bad i i mean i'm not, I'm not really Good. nervous about it it's just yes. a little confused Good. yeah i'm gonna well, walk over to the window and look out i'm like right up against the window looking out okay so you, you have a wonder outside as uh, david's going across to open the next door uh, just checking what's riley doing um <clears throat> so i want to look around this church a bit more is there a confessional uh booth in here yes um, yeah, I would like to uh, go up to the confessional booth and uh, see if the uh, father is in there. Um, if he's not, I'm going to look for the vestry, which is a, a just mm -hmm. another room that would be attached to the church somehow. Gotcha. Yeah, you can certainly go over to the uh, over to the confessional. Uh, can both you and David both roll me a d6, please? I rolled a two. Okay. Uh, one. Right. Just making a quick couple of notes here. And that was a two from Riley. Right. So David walks over to the far end, opens the door up, and this again leads to a very different location it opens up into what you could best describe as a theater there's the row a row of steps going down in front of you that lead uh, between the rows of seats and then there's a, a raised stage at the far end with a curtain backdrop 
uh, falling down behind it. And windows that you can see going off to the left and right uh, show that there are, again, a night sky outside, but then just rolling fields go off, going off into the distance. When Riley opens the door to the confessional, rather than finding a confessional inside, it opens up into this uh, corridor where you can see there are rows of trophies that line one wall in a glass cabinet, and there's a door at the far end. Uh, there are also uh, windows, again, going opposite the, uh, opposite the glass cabinet. Beyond that, you can see a city extending off into the distance where all the lights have gone out as if there's some power cut. Looks a bit familiar to you. Hellfire. Hellfire. The city was bathed in hellfire. Um, I'm going to run through the corridor straight to the other door and try and get away from this scene as quickly as possible. Okay, so you, you start running like running like crazy. Uh, what's, what's David doing? Uh, I really want to get outside. Uh, uh, handsome guy can you open that window i don't know let me see because it's not desert on this in this it's it's we're in like i don't know the countryside there's a theater and it's in the countryside it can't maybe they're not windows maybe it's like a projection or, or a painting what? like a stage production play you know uh I th um, yeah. Is the window openable, or is it, uh, you know, like... Yeah, the windows are certainly openable, and as, uh, Tom, you said you were going over to the window and having a look out into the desert, right. can you give me a spot-hidden roll while you're doing that? Sure. Uh, oh, three. I like that kind of a roll. That, that's good. <laughs> right. Let me pull up, because you'll certainly get a few things for that. Okay, yep, with a... With an extreme success, there's a couple of at least one follow-up role uh, you can give me as well. There's working from the most obvious up. You see off to the right, on off to the left-hand side, maybe about 200 yards off in the distance, but over rolling set of dunes, you can see a light that's pulsing on the ground, but it's a, where it is emanating from is partially obscured uh, in the opposite direction so going off to the right again about 200 yards in that direction something odd is shaped about the land that it almost just seems to end that there's just the night sky but there's no impression of the the dunes going over towards any kind of horizon it's a it's a weird depth perception problem. You think maybe an optical illusion, maybe that there's a height of a dune is obscuring the horizon, but you almost instinctively know that just, it's almost like the end of the world. Right. The edge. At that point, the edge of the, the edge of existence. Huh. I and like then, Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say like, like we were on the top of a plateau and it just drops off and you can't see. Exactly like that. Weird. And then with an extreme success, you can see something moving up ahead or what directly almost above you, weaving its way between the stars. So as if to remain black on black, trying to hide in the shadows, there is something flying and gliding up there, trying to remain hidden. And this thing 
you think it looks well vaguely humanoid you can catch that there's definitely two arms two legs but almost wings that extend yeah. off from either side but apart from that you don't get enough detail to uh, thankfully need to worry about sanity rolls as yet but there's something up there and you get this impression that it's looking down at you yeah where i think i think we might be tripping this is the i, uh, I don't this is this is an extremely vivid hallucination but I think I'm seeing things that can't really be real or they're optical illusions. Now, because you saw that light off in the distance as well, can I have an opposed power roll from you? Um, I got an 11, which is an extreme. Right. I also have an extreme on a 15. Okay. Uh, my power's 100. I'm thinking it's going to beat the tie. My pow is 60. Um, you feel a compulsion to go towards that light. There's, there's something over on the left outside the building. Like, I can't see it. I can see it. So imagine a street light that's flickering off and on, and it's casting light on the ground off and get, on. Is, but, the, is the sand close enough? Can you go down through the window? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like maybe. you're on a ground floor level, so you can yeah, easily yeah. the window and is it walking. Is it this kind of a window open, or is it this kind of a window? Yeah, we'll go with the first. Okay. That sounds like a good one. I turn the handles and I open it up. What's the temperature like? It's nice and warm. It's not oppressively hot. It's not It's not too hot outside. Okay. Just hold on, handsome. I want to I wanna lean out the theater window where it's where it looks different and see if I can see you leaning out that window. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Cause it doesn't seem like we're in the same place. Right. So I just want right. to go to the. Should we, uh, should we, uh, you calling me handsome. I, I kind of like that, but we could just. Joe, call me Joe. Okay. Joe, do you think that's your name? I don't think so. It's the first name that popped sure. into my head. All right. Uh, Jesus. Uh, I'm to think of it. I don't like that name, but whatever. Um, is there anything in my pockets? Is there? But, uh, what are you looking for? Well, if my, first I thought like a pencil or a scrap paper. Then I thought, what if I had a wallet? That would really be calming to have a name and some money. Okay. Uh, you pat yourself down. There doesn't appear to be any any wallet there. Okay. Is there anything at all? Is it chewing gum? Is there a key? Is there change? If if you're looking for something like chewing gum, give me a power roll. Twenty five is a hard success. Okay. Yeah, you find a uh, half half empty pack of chewing gum, or maybe half full, depending on how you're outlook on life is right now i'm more of a half empty kind of amnesiac oh maybe slightly uh maybe slightly reduced uh you can cross off one magic point for that hey joe are you still joe you seemed uncertain oh uh, no uh, yeah. uh, i don't know that feels just really weird to me but just call me that for now uh, rather than handsome I'm like, that's good thinking, though. And I see he's going, him go through his pockets. I'm going to go through my pockets, too. I mean, do I have anything on me? Or are my pockets empty? Are you looking for anything in particular? 
No, I'm just trying to see if like, is there anything in my pockets? Okay, give me a give me a power roll as well. Okay. I'll just feel uh, for wallet. I, I got a one. Okay. <laughs> We're rolling well tonight. Good. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, the, well maybe depending on how you use it. Uh, give yeah. me a d6. Okay. That's a six. Okay. Uh, cross off six magic points and you have oh, six. Uh, you have a bundle of six sticks of dynamite that you pull out of your pocket that you think, bizarrely, this couldn't have possibly fit inside my pocket as you pull it out of the opening. Uh, uh, what are those flares? Nope. This is, I, wait, I know, I know exactly. I know exactly what this is. Why do I know exactly what this is? I'm like, yeah, this is like, and I, I give you like the kind of dynamite it is. I explain like who made it or like what country it's from or whatever. I'm like, there's six sticks of it. It looks like it's, I, I assume these are like operable if you had like a way to, you know, light them. Oh, there's, there's a few there's candles. So if, if you have some, yeah. There's if, you right, have if, you, if you have like, if, if somebody has fire, these be ready to go. I'm like, okay, okay we'll be very careful with those. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're um, manifesting your reality. You so have an explosive I truth know. within you. I didn't that manifest. Is, it is trying to burst out. It's a clear sign. You didn't have those a moment ago, did you? I mean, I, I, I must have stuffed them in my pocket somehow. I mean, shit. I don't know if I get. I don't know how how I even fit them all in there. But so, where's, um, where's the Catholic guy? He's still in the church. Mac, are we going to do this little experiment you wanted to do? Sure, Mac. I'll be Mac. All right. Yeah. That that compulsion that uh, Joe was having to go out of the window is is growing. Yeah. Point, you almost find yourself wanting to climb out the window. I'm I'm ready. I want to step out and see if he yeah. can see me. But I also want to see what that that flashing light is. Meanwhile, Running Man Riley goes uh, runs down the corridor. Uh, roll me a d6 when you get to the other end. I rolled a one. Okay. Right. So you throw open the door and for a second, it takes you a moment to realize exactly where you are. It's a fairly dark room apart from one part of it is illuminated. And the section that's illuminated looks like a large, you know, almost like stage that it's very clear. There's a colourful backdrop. There's a table laid out uh, in the middle of it, around which there are a set of stands that are all pointed in that one direction that, as your eyes are become accustomed to the dark, look like large film cameras. This looks like some kind of film set. I this is this is not natural. Um, I'd like to reach to my pocket, try and find my rosary beads. Okay, uh, give me a power roll. I've rolled a failure. Okay, uh, you search desperately. You can't feel anything in your pocket. Okay, this is uh. This is Brave Sir Robin time. I'm going to run back towards the uh, vague direction of everyone else to safety in numbers time. 
yeah, you, you can hear noise kind of filtering through. You're a few locations away, so you run back through the trophy room, into the church, and then into the library where the others are, are milling there. And that's where Joe is by the uh, the window. There's the church guy. Prayers are answered, Mac. <laughs> Mac, I'm Wait, going we- out the window. And I'm going to sit on the sill and then flip my legs out and step down onto the sand. Yep, yep, you land and it's nice and soft underfoot. Can I see him through the theater window? If you look through the theater window, give me a spot hidden roll. Oh, 60. Oh, I don't know what my spot hidden is. Well, do you wish to put any points into it? Because you have the allocation of your skill points. Uh, From the list you have, do you wish to allocate any of those values to it? Well, I I do. I will not be able to make it successful now, however. There's no way to get to 67 from where I am. Do you wish to burn any luck? Well, I need to see what's outside. All right, so my spot hidden is now 60. And do you I'm... want to? Do you want to? That's, a, that's the question in itself. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mac wants to know where the hell he is. So, yes, I have a regular success. Okay, so you look outside. So in the theatre, you're looking over rolling fields, starry sky above you. And with a regular success, you don't see you don't see Joe going out of any part of any building. In fact, the outside of the building here looks like the outside of some kind of performing arts centre. But you do notice off about 200 yards off to your left, there is some kind of light that you can see. And can you also give me an opposed power roll? Uh, I have a regular. Hey, my, my hard on 46 beats uh, beats you. Uh, you also feel a compulsion to climb out of the window and head towards that light. Uh, so I'm, you know, leaning back in. Uh, uh, hippie, uh, I can't see Joe, but I can see the light he's talking about. So maybe I'm going to go out and see if I can catch up with him. Yeah, chase your truth. Chase your truth, Mac. We'll we'll follow along once we figure out where we're at here, I think. And, uh, boy, I, I feel like you got to light that, uh, that stick you got there. What? Well, you you have this dynamite. You gotta light it. Fred, there, there's it's six of them, and we're not. You don't just go around lighting dynamite willy nilly. You want to blow somebody up? I, it's it's you're you're having a vision. This is a vision. <gasps> They're chasing their truth I, out the window. We see our friend here, our uh, very religious friend. I'm gonna like pitch myself. Okay. I'm like this feels very real. I don't think we're in a vision. Hold that thought. Okay. <laughs> right. So you are inflicting a minor degree of physical yeah, harm just, upon yourself. You know, like you're like, like, you know, pitch me, I'm dreaming kind of thing. You know, just give me a power roll, please. <laughs> okay. Let's see if I get the, the mark of the Necronomicon again. Nope. Just uh, the 12 this time. 12. So that's a. Uh, that is a. That is just a, just a hard. Do you want to spend any luck to make it an extreme, or are you happy with a half? Um, sure, I'll spend two luck. Okay. For a second, it takes you a while to, to realise exactly what's going on here. 
you hear machinery, uh, there's pings and whirs and whisses around you that are on the very periphery of your senses. And even though it feels like you're looking at the room around you, maybe you instinctively close your eyes as you pinch trying to focus. And it's almost as if when your eyelids shut, you can feel this intense light coming down, uh, down upon you that you can see even through your closed eyelids. But you also realise you're not standing up, you're laying down, you're actually flat on your back. Uh, your hands are heavy, they feel like they're almost wrapped in, wrapped in bandages down by your side and that you can feel there's something over your face and going, going down your throat. Oh. And when you flick when you flick open your eyes, there are figures that are standing around you wearing surgical masks, looking down through this bright uh, bright light surrounding you, looking with wide eyes in what look to be a combination of bewilderment, maybe terror, and confusion. As you glance, oh, um, glance mm. down, looking, following their direction, their gaze to where you see your bare chest exposed before you where there are what look like a series of welts. There's about three of them that you can see over your chest and going down to your abdomen, uh, roughly circular, that have almost like a sphincter appearance. This opens up, um, some of them open up and pulse and close, contracting irregularly. But one in particular you see when it opens, you can see straight down the hole and it goes down further than you should physically be able to see. This extends way beyond the confines of your body, just keeping on going through flesh infinitum. Can you give me a sanity roll, please? Uh, sure. It definitely sounds like one is merited. Ah, that's a failure with a 57. Okay, uh, D4, please. Okay. Uh, one. Okay. Right, that's enough to almost snap you back to, uh, to reality, or least back to the uh, the room you're in but you also feel now there's something some itchy or some kind of movement on your chest i mean i what i mean if i look under my shirt now do i see anything those are there's the same welts that you saw with this opening that goes through you it's still you know, there well, it's, it's there now but there's only one there you saw at least three okay. there's only one that you see at the minute uh okay i don't know okay now i'm really concerned this is not this is definitely not a vision i i i try to pinch myself you know like you know like when you're dreaming and then i i i, I suddenly i was on some table and there were these guys that were working on me and there was a tube down my throat and there were these holes on my chest that were just like that you way like way deeper than they should be and i think there's one on me now but there was more on me in the, in when i was seeing the people so i'm kind of freaking out here hey let Let's get you some water. You're having a bad trip. No, this is not. No, no, no. This is not. This is Let's, not a trip. I swear. We're gonna. No, we're gonna no, no, find no, no, you no. something to no, fill no, your stomach that, a little I, bit. This I, there's gonna be a vending machine around here somewhere. I bet. And he'll just start looking for a vending machine. Okay, you're in the in the library. Yeah, yeah I'd say there'd be a there'd be a vending machine for students there. So there'd be one tucked away in the corner. Meanwhile, uh, we've got Joe and, or other, yeah, beautiful guy and David heading out towards the uh, towards the light in their different respective outside environments. Yeah, yeah. checking what uh, what Riley's doing. 
Um, I think we're in hell or at the very least some level of purgatory. Um, and I've just seen uh, these people, like I, I've seen the beautiful one just uh, get out of a window and start walking towards talking about some sort of light. I I think it is my my Christian duty to go and follow him and try to bring him back to safety. Okay, uh, which which one? Just to make sure, uh, out of the library window. Okay, so that's that's uh, Tom. Tom, yes. Joe. Okay, um, you can jump out, not a problem, and you are running towards him to to try and restrain him and bring him back. Give me a luck roll. I rolled a two. You're fine. Yeah. Means that you do not, uh, you're focused pretty much entirely on him. You don't notice the light that he's, go, uh, that he's going towards. By, by the Wait. time he jumps out the window, too, I'm probably. Yeah, 20 you've got feet a hefty head start on me. Uh... And yeah, I, least, I, I do want to look 20. back and see what the building looks like that we were in. It looks like a singular structure, not that big. Um, looks like a stone exterior could be again a one of a million different libraries or structures that of some academic institution, but there's no church attached to it at mm. one end. There's just the library as a single building. That's just that's damn weird. Um, now where I am is sand on the ground. Is it rolling still? Like rolling? Okay. So I want to kind of move to a position where I can see around the corner where the light's coming from. Mm-hmm. But I have a funny feeling that I should be a little bit concerned about what's making the light. So I'm like ready to run back to the library if if whatever it is scares me. Yeah, there's, there's nothing here that seems to worry you or, or scare okay. you. Um, if anything, this this light appears quite quite beautiful, quite radiant and colourful. Yeah, At least it's safe, coming, yeah. But Riley's coming forward and he's trying to almost like trying to rugby tackle you or hold you. Wait, from what stop! I, from what, I can tell. What, what what do you want? Why did you leave the group? Well, Wait. I just I did 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 the 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 other guy Mac. Could he see me? I I wasn't waiting. He said he was going to look out what? the other one. He was going to look out, out the, the other, other window. window. Well, he was just going to look this out the other This is one of Satan's window. tricks. We need to get back inside where it is safe. There is safety in numbers. We need to go um, back inside now. Satan, what's that? And I'll point up at the the sky where I think that I can see a winged yeah, man in the darkness. There's <laughs> something flying around up there. Uh, you can both give me a spot hidden roll to see if you catch any particular details about it. Um, it's at this point that I would like to make my spot hidden 60. Okay. 27. Did I miss something about the skills? What points do we have to allocate? Yep. Um, you have the list of points that I put uh, in Discord originally, that whenever you make a roll, you can choose which one of those to allocate to a particular skill. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll, I'll, I'll go look while we're playing here. <laughs> Uh, I got 27, which... I would like to spend eight luck to make my success an extreme. Two okay. luck. Two luck and I can pass. Okay. Yeah, with with a regular, because you'd already seen it, you'd be able to uh, you'd be able to see it again. There, there. Whereas uh, with, uh, with Riley's case, 
yeah, you get a bit more detail on this, and it's it's quite appropriate. You see this actually with your uh, how you're uh, portraying your character. You can give me a sanity roll when you see that this this thing up above looks down at you, where there should be a face, and there is just this blank with two horns rising up either side of it, as this gargoyle-like thing is up there looking down into your very soul. Beelzebub. I rolled a 16 on my sanity, which is a success. Okay, I think you're good on a fail. Let me double check. Uh, yep, zero. So react react as you as you so wish. <laughs> I see you, demon. I'll reach down to my necklace. Mm-hmm. Be gone. I'll start backing up towards the, the library. I, it it does not appear to react. Um, so can circles. I? Can I? Now that I'm looking at it rather calmly, can I use an occult roll um, to see if I recognize what it should be or what it is? You can give me an occult roll. Okay. Uh, I got a twelve out of. Uh, that was the one that I chose. So out of yep. 70, that is an unextreme. I, and there's definitely the, the obvious uh, connotation here is gargoyle or demon. Um, this Like in wing- old icons, the little black demon thing with the wings and the horns. Yeah, except the, the blank face is posing. That's an, an, an anomaly. Yeah. There's nothing that you can think of that really kind of corresponds to that. Normally they have twisted features the kind of hooked nose angular eyes very features that would make it easier to chisel them into into concrete or stone but But it's got a long it's got a long pointy tail it's definitely got a long tail with something on the end of it yeah huh some sort of gargoyle or demon um it's not doing anything so i think we're tripping we're having a bad trip or a weird trip. I am a good Christian. I am straight edge. I take nothing. Uh, when's the last time you went to church? The only alcohol that flows inside my veins is the Holy Communion wine. How much of that do you drink? Only the sip that is gifted to me every Sunday. So, okay, well... Uh, I kind of want to go see what that light is over there. We've woken up in this expanse that you somehow recognize. Is that right? Well, I mean, kind of. There wasn't anything in the desert that I was in. And I was kind of on the edge of eternity, if you will. It dropped off into nothingness. But perhaps you've heard the call of God. Maybe your your path is ministry. I don't know. About if you've that. had such a strong vision, I if if God wants me, He can show up and talk to me directly, and not just be mysterious. God shows up and talks to you in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next thing you're going to tell me, you're God, and this is all. Yeah, I don't like gods that are kind of tricky, because that doesn't seem like God would be in any way tricky 
or mysterious, he'd just be straightforward and boom. I'm going to go see what that light is. God wants to tell us we can't handle as mere humans. Oh, maybe. But I'm going to go see what the light is. I'll I'll come back inside afterwards, but I want to see what it is. I can't let you do this. Do this uh, at least alone. I can't let you do this at least alone. I, I, it wouldn't be right. Well, what yeah, about if, the if other guy? So, so concerned. If I leave you, you're just going to go and then. Oh, fuck. Look, Can buddy. you stay here for a, a minute? All right. Give me a minute. Right. Let me run I'm, back. I, and I'm, I'm going to call you Buddy, okay? Because I don't know. Do you know what your name is? No, I have no idea. All right. You call me Joe. I'll call you Buddy. Sounds like a song by that guy. What the hell? Okay, I do, just give me a minute. I'll come back and we'll we'll go we'll go together. I I don't want I don't want you facing this alone, but I don't want the other guy to get taken by Satan either. Um, I'll be back uh, and I'll run off towards the library. Um, I know that name, Satan. All right, so Buddy runs off back towards uh, back towards the library. I will cap. I will go back to Dave in a few minutes because no one's stopping you. So you're going to wander straight through the uh, through the outside environment there in the uh, the fields to get to uh, where you're going. Calling out, Joe, Joe. Joe does not hear you. I don't see him. Right? No. Yeah. You don't see him, and you don't you don't hear him. So just to quickly then check, what's uh, what's Nathan and John doing at this point? Hey, where where did the others go off to? I, I think they would like they would probably want to hear this. Hear hear what? What I just told you. Oh, calm down. I'm I'm just getting these. Uh, um, look, hey. and I'm going to try to I'm going to try to lift up my shirt and show him. Like the hole. Oh, you, oh. you lift up your shirt, and yeah, there's a this sphincter-like opening that you can see tighten and relax and open. And as it does so, you can see this hole. At one point, when it opens wide enough, you can almost see this hole extend a meter through him and what should be out the back, but it just continues going on and on. Uh, you can also give me a sand check, please. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. 48 under 80. Okay, it's disconcerting, but not sanity shattering. Uh, and he he's, he kind of gets up and leans over your chest. How about that? Well, that's. I'm so that, yeah. No, we're not, we're not tripping. Sense. No, no, no. You just gotta read the way it is. You've got a hole to fill inside you. What are you missing <laughs> in your now. life? We 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 gotta go find the. Where did they walk off to? Oh, they went out the window. All right, let's go. Let's try to follow them. Okay, but do you want one of these almond joys? You have almond joys? I I went to the the machine, and I knocked against it. I, I don't know how I knew to do that, but yeah, I just I purloined a couple of these. Sure, thanks. Hey, call me almond. Okay. At which point, David is wandering through the uh, through the fields, 
going over the rolling hills towards this light in the distance. Because no one is there to try and stop you, this is this is going to hurt. Uh, first of all, can I have... I get to the list of what you lose here. Uh, can you give me a D3 to begin with? Are the rolling hills grassy? They are gla- They are grassy, yes. Yeah, nice and lush grass and fields. The two. Okay. I'm going to keep a running total here for you so I can just give you the total amount uh, as you when it finally adds up. Is the uh, light flickering or constant? It's flickering slightly, but as, as you realise it's flickering, it's because the colour is changing. Almost as if it's like a TV set that's showing different scenes or different colours and images. Can I see it even in the valleys between the rolling hills? Or do I just not, see? Okay. Not as yet. Uh, you will do. That's the uh, maybe the bit you don't want to. Uh, can you then give me a D6? A four. Okay, so that's a rolling total of six. <clears throat> and a D10, please. <clears throat> that's a six. Okay, so a total of 12. <clears throat> As you start working your way closer, maybe you're not fixated or fixating on it too much, or maybe you're putting it out of your mind because you just have this compulsion, this urge to go closer and closer and closer towards this light until, until up until the last minute you finally realise what this is. It's almost like staring into the light of an anglerfish. This thing has drawn you closer to it to the point where you have put aside the fact you're feeling queasy, you're feeling maybe a little sick, and now almost feeling that there's this instinctual feeling that something is predatory behind this light. Uh, What you see as you rise over the crest of a hill is an indentation about 20 uh, 20 yards across where all the grass is dead. The ground beneath it is completely blackened, almost as if it's turning into a oily, um, muddy goop that feels squelchy underfoot. And when you immediately enter this area, you just feel like, like your prey that's floating in an ocean as a shark is circling, waiting to bite. And at the centre of this area, you can see this large, misshapen, almost like the size of a small car, um, misshapen ball of what looks to be first light. But the more you look at it and try to discern what exactly this thing is, you just get flashes of different images that appear within that area that it occupies. What seem to be planets perhaps what seem to be stars uh comets passing through space and other images that just assault your senses and almost burn your eyes can you give me a uh, a sanity roll please for seeing this thing before is a success right on a success it's a d3 three Okay, so a few things then. As you start to feel uh, feel this realisation, this is something that's not got any good intention. This thing is some kind of predator. You start to feel three patches on your torso start to itch and start to writhe 
and as you put your hand reflexively up, yeah, you can feel these kind of welts or some kind of boil that's erupted under your under your skin. And your cumulative effect for those uh, that twelve that you rolled. Uh, can you cross off twelve sanity and twelve pal, please? Can I run back to the window? Yeah, um, you, you can certainly run. Does that knock you into? Uh, well, actually, that you can give me an int, uh, an int roll to see if you go temporarily insane, at least. Right. Well, ninety-eight. Small well, blessings. You, you don't comprehend the you don't comprehend the horror, so you're fine for the minute. <laughs> I'm but too yeah, you, busy you... just fleeing over the rolling hills, mm-hmm. probably screaming warnings and imprecations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And maybe off in the in the distance, somewhere above you, maybe the flutter of wings that just mm. you know, just seem to almost glide overhead. But as you're running back to the running back to the building, the theater, nothing nothing stops you on your way back. Meanwhile, I think that's uh, Riley's opportunity to get back to the uh, back to the building and meet up with uh, Almond and Number Five. You need to stop them. I jump through the window, like half jump, half climb, just crash through. You need to stop the other guy. The other guy uh, went through a window. Stop him. You Wait, need to stop him. Are you like the one where, like, which room are you crashing into? Uh, I'm the coming through the library. So that is the room that me and Almond are in? Yep. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going, what are you, what's going on? That, that, the, the, the good-looking guy has gone through this window to go... <laughs> Sorry, I caught Tom waving and it threw me off. Um, the, the good-looking guy has gone through uh, this window and he's gone to some light. It's It has to be said. It, it cannot be anything good. And another one of us went through another window somewhere and he... No one's stopping him. He is going to die. We, you you need to go get him. I'm going to go get the good-looking guy now, but we're... If we don't stop them, we're going to all die. We're going to be uh, enslaved in the pits of hell for eternity. We need to go now. And then without uh, much else said, I'll dive back through the window and take off towards Tom. What? I, so you're indicating we should go after uh, Mac? Yes, go find Mac. I, what? I, what? In that moment where you are confused, going, ah, 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 you feel a, you feel a hand. Uh, going down towards the uh, the pocket where you uh, shoved those sticks of dynamite. Whose hand? And what? It's, where? It's, it's kind of connected to Almond's arm as he's evidently trying to pick your pocket and take one of the. I slap of it. I slap your hand. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? I don't. It's my dynamite. Have you heard of muscle memory? It's my dynamite. Don't no no touchy. Are you sure? You have a lot. We all need to calm down. Uh-huh, you have, let's go. How many sticks of dynamite do you have right there? Enough. Let's go. Let's go find Mac. All right. I guess the, the crazy Catholic buddy is going after okay. the other one. Right. Jo- Joe, I guess. I don't know. This is, I, 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 just leave yeah. the dynamite to me. All right. I'm, I know. I, I, I know what I'm doing. I think. 
Okay. It's one of the things I few hey. things I can remember is whoa, I think whoa. I know what I'm doing. I'm just saying, don't hide your light behind a bushel. You've got a gift, and that Would gift you... is sticks of dynamite. But yes, please, we we should follow follow where uh, your Let's spirit leads Mac. you. No, we're not <laughs> trying to go find Mac. Right, uh, Mac stroke Joe stroke Pretty Boy. Um, you are wandering outside. Well, wandering. You are. You have got a particular aim in uh, a goal in mind here. No one's stopping you, and you've been out there for a little while. I'm actually standing still because Buddy told me just to wait for him. Okay, give me a power roll to see if you can. Okay. What I'm going to try and do at the same time. Five. It's my pal. I, it's a pass. It's not a hard. Um, okay. But I am going to, at some point, kind of yell up at the thing in the sky and say, excuse me, are you the devil? Ooh. I've rolled, because this is opposed to what oh, we've done okay. before, also a regular success. So my 100 is going to beat your right, uh, 60 stats. So you're able to start withstand temptation for about, 10 seconds before you end up just turning and walking back. But you can still call up to that thing up there. Yeah. And uh, you can give me a your choice of like persuade or fast talk or even charm. Well, I'm good looking, so I'll do charm. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will add I'll make it a 60. Mm -hmm. um, and I got 79, so nothing. Do you want to burn 19 luck or push it? I'll push it. Never push it. Okay. Uh, In which case, the, the negative consequence is this thing will come down, but maybe won't do what you want it to do. All right. 44. So that's a regular pass. Okay. In which case then, yep, you, you call, as you're walking towards this light, this thing swoops down and it lands coming to a, a very definitive, almost... If you can remember them, maybe like a superhero stance, drop down into the sand with a plume of sand going off in its in its wake as it lands. And now that you're seeing it up close and personal, you can give me a sanity roll. Okay. 74, and my sanity is 60, so it's a fail. That's a D6. D6. To see the devil. And I dropped it on the floor. I got a four. <laughs> okay, the key thing there is you don't go crazy. Uh, but you do feel this kind of instinctive shock. And yeah, something's a bit weird wrong with your chest um, when that happens. Yeah. Uh I I I I stand there staring at it. If it's not attacking, I will I'll just slowly back away from it a little bit. It's probably by at by this time that Riley has jumped back out the window. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I think that sounds like a perfect perfect time. Really, yeah, you're you're backing away as this thing extends its wings, almost as if it's blocking the passage between you and getting to where that light is, and also blissfully helping the others by making sure they can't see the light as they approach. So I'm slowly backing away from it, back towards the library window. Okay. And Almond and number five, are you following Riley out there? 
Oh no, we're we're going after Mac. Yep. Okay, so you're running the other way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Riley at least outside sees the devil standing before before Joe. You've already made your sanity roll, so you don't need to worry about it. Yeah, I'm gonna swallow my fear and run towards Joe, and I we need to get inside now. And half half like gracefully grab half like tug um yeah uh, towards the window as we uh alight back to, back inside I, I don't know if this is correct but can i say to to buddy uh it, it it's got no face the, the um, devil shows many faces sometimes none at all let's go all right so, so he's buddy, pulling buddy, me back yeah buddy and joe do notice though as buddy says we need to get you back to the building the thing nods in agreement Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. And you're uh, turning back and heading back towards right. the building? Yep, back inside the building. Yeah. Okay. At which point then Almond and number five meet uh, meet David as he's uh, running back into climbing back into the build into the theatre through the window there, uh, looking somewhat maybe sweaty and uh, definitely looking a bit worse for wear. It's uh he wants to eat something. He wants to eat our souls. Are you, you alright? What happened? I find, he, I couldn't find Mac. I didn't find the desert. It's all oh, lovely oh. grass, but the the light is uh wants to eat us. It took and I have I have these wounds. Oh, show me, show me. Hold up. Okay. Once what does you pull it look it up, like? Um, you're, because you've now lost 12 in addition to the uh, the three that you lost by seeing the thing out in the first place, uh, your whole torso is covered in these things that writhe and twist and open. So I can't remember what the uh, uh, that horrible uh, phobia name is, but if any of you got that one, like uh, a phobia, I've seen lots of holes next to each other. That is tripping like hell right now. Tryptophobia. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, oh my lord! I have one of them too. What? What? I, so okay, I, I I don't know what you're talking about, but I I I I feel like maybe I like saw through something like when I I pitched myself and I, I I thought I was on some operating table with these guys operating, and then I saw these three holes, and but I will now I only I have one, but oh god, you have a lot of them. What what did you see out there? Oh no, it's not. It's an alien or a god or something. All right, I, I let's let's try to meet up with the maybe if we gather up with the others we could fi- we could figure this out. But uh, uh, this is some real not this is some real uh, not not cool situation here. Do do you two remember this place? He's kind of like running his hand over a chair. He was very no. interested in Mac, but he kind of got distracted. Those those hills. I remember those hills. Just is starting to wander off. Yeah, yeah. The light, the light fell. It fell. You could, it burned. Mac, I think you, you had a revelation. Uh, You've been touched. I've been by God. Oh, that's not a God out there. 
It's not a it's not a it's not a god you want to know. It's just something hungry. Oh, all gods are hungry, Mac. Come on. Let's. uh... Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. Let's let's meet the others and maybe I'll take a minute and look at your chest while we're going in there. We got anything. I need like a, a pool cue. Yeah. We'll see how deep you go, Mac. Hey, when he looks you over, make sure he doesn't try to steal anything. What? Yeah, I don't... Uh, you're not putting anything inside me. But since all the doors lead to different places, maybe there's a hospital or some place I could wrap this up. These... Do, if I... If I, I'm not... I don't want particularly the way the hippie's acting. I don't want, I'm not going to lift my shirt up, but I'm going to slide a hand under my shirt and feel one of them. Does it, how does it respond to being touched by my fingertip? It doesn't immediately respond per se. It's not like it retracts from your touch. It feels odd it feels moist it feels warm and as you you glide your fingers over it you do feel it moving it's it's a weird sensation that it doesn't react as you would normally expect some part of your body to react to touch so it's like novocaine after the dentist except it's moving in addition to being, I can't feel, I don't feel it. Do I feel it as part of my chest? Oh, yeah, you feel it as part of you, definitely, yes. But I don't have any control over its movements or... It's completely touched that what you are trying to do to it is not what it's going to react to. Yeah, I just want to wrap it all up. Um, yeah, I'm. so Let's let's go back to the... There were other doors out of the library. Let's try one of the other doors from the library. Hey, where are you guys at? As we come back through the window. Oh, thank oh, God. Yeah. There you are. All right. Jesus. Did you did you see it? No. Uh, no. Uh, um, the devil um, showed up. Although not red devil. He was black devil. What? And Yeah, he showed up and... He wasn't hostile, but he doesn't seem to want us to go. He wants us to stay inside. He couldn't tell oh, me because he didn't have sense. he didn't have a face, but somehow it kind of made sense that he wanted. He kind of blocked our view of the light, and uh, I I don't know why. Uh, it's but terrible. It's a terrible light. It's not, you, it's a it's a black light. It's, I, I didn't see you out there. No, I couldn't get to the desert, but I got to the light, and it it wanted something. It want it's 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 a okay. Well, um, Buddy thinks that it's. I'm calling him Buddy now. Um, Buddy, Buddy thinks that it's the devil. That's bullshit. It looked kind of like a gargoyle, though. It was black. It had wings. It had horns. It had a pointy tail. Um, Joe, how's your chest, Joe? Well, I mean, I got kind of. It scared the shit out of me. Um, Do you have holes? 
Holes? Holes? I don't think Doesn't so. Doesn't mean your belly button. I'm an Audi anyway. Uh, hmm. Do I see anything on my chest? I can't remember if you've lost sand or not. I lost four sand. That's a good point. Yeah, when it when it landed, yes. Um, yeah, when you look down, there are indeed these kind of welt-like openings. My beautiful body, what the fuck? I've got one. You've got four. He's got like over ten. He's got like a dozen. What the hell is going on here? And I mean, it's is I, I I had a, I I I had this weird vision when I tried to poke myself, where I like saw through my eyelids and I saw people like operating on me on a table, and I was like strapped, and there was, and then suddenly I was back here, and I, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but this is not this, something's not okay, and this is not a drug trip. And this shall be the plague with which the Lord will strike all. Oh, the God damn it, buddy! War against Jerusalem. <laughs> well, no, 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 maybe rot while they are still standing on their feet. Maybe Buddy's got something. Their tongues will rot in their mouths. Buddy's got maybe. Zechariah fourteen twelve. What is it's that? Scripture. Our we are in are, hell. Our tongues aren't rotting in our mouth. We have holes that not yet. go that far. Not yet. But 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 how I, long until that starts happening? Isn't there supposed to be some sort of judgment before we go to hell? Yeah, I think. I don't actually remember. What if this is what's that other thing you call it? Um limbop or limbo? Limbo? Um, purgatory? Limbo, purgatory. You know, the thing out there that makes the light is not, it's not some demon, it's a, it's a creature. It's a, it's a, it's a trap trick thing. It's well, not, it's not well, in your Bible. Well, the, the gargoyle wants us to stay inside. Well, I want to find an infirmary or a clinic or something. I want to. You want to try another door? Yeah. What if it's, it seems like if you go through a door, it's a different thing on each side. What if we blew up the gargoyle? No, 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 no. He wasn't. He wasn't hostile. He's keeping us from leaving. No, no. He's I, keep. I think no, he's, he's keeping, keeping us from, from the, going towards that light thing. The light is a trap. Yes. The light. The light. Waters. How do we get out of here? Of course, Buddy might tell us that he's keeping us from going into the light, which. I thought when you die, you go into the light. No, that's that's a good point. Is you can use your enlightenment there. Uh, I really shouldn't keep calling you number five. Uh, uh, Let's call you Wick. Wick, because of the dynamite. It's like a candle. Okay. What are we calling you? Oh, almond. He found almond. He got he got almond. almonds out of the gas out of the vending machine. Yeah. Do they have anything you, else? Oh yeah, they had all kinds of things. Because I like almond, almond joy. joy. They, they've got. Don't those have coconut in them? They've got almonds. Well, as you go to this library, I don't like coconut. I was going to say, as um, particularly as uh, Joe is pointed in the direction of the vending machine in the corner. Um, looking at that vending machine, something strikes in your memory that that you know that vending machine. You've you've got the knack by which you can lean up against it when you push certain buttons, and you know instinctively that you can get away without paying uh, opening this thing without paying anything. Right, um, I'm going to go get some chocolate, but not um not anything with coconut. So did you open this? Did you open the door to this room? Uh, Who me? David no, Mac, uh, Mac did. 
Yeah, I opened the door from the church to the library and from the library to the theater. And but, I opened the window. No, but, but Joe, Joe knows you, the yes. vending machine. Yes, of course. It. This is a shared, collective experience we're having. We're butterflies dreaming in each other's dreams, you understand. What the no. fuck are you talking about? Butterflies no. dreaming that they're humans, but yeah. Yes. I, I have a hypothesis. Okay. Sorry, sorry what did you say? Uh, Joe can give me a power roll. Oh, got two dice. 37, which is uh, almost a, a hard, but not quite. Okay. Uh, do you want to make it a hard success? Oh, I spent luck already. Uh, I'll spend. I'll spend the seven luck. Okay, right. You have first of all a flash of memory as you go over to the vending machine, and maybe as you're rocking it, as you're pushing it. Yeah. Uh, the first thing you hear is someone calling uh, calling your name and basically telling you, "Hey, stop fucking around with that thing! Damn it! Someone's someone from the faculty is going to get onto you if you keep doing that." So, what is your name now that you've heard it being called to you? Kyle. No, Lance. <laughs> okay. And I'm just going to send you a message with other little flashes of memory that you have. Oh, my bad. That's the wrong one. Ignore that. Okay. I'll ignore it. Um, I thought I'd select you the right one. Then I was looking at it again. And went, no, we just pushed the wrong button. Next room. Second one. Okay. I have a hypothesis. Uh, which is a big word for a little boy like me. Uh, 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 does anybody want chocolate? I know what my name is. What? What? For some reason, the chocolate and the vending machine triggered a memory. Um. My name is Lance. Uh, Lance. Revelation through capitalism Lance. is no revelation at all. I also kind of remember, I, I remember a book, moving the pages. There were pictures of like apparitions, you know, photographs of people claiming there were apparitions. I remember having a flashlight what? and looking around at like an underground, like underneath a church, like a crypt. And I remember standing on a stage and, and, and with a podium and, and talking to people. It's It's like right on the edge of of my memory like it's just right there but that's all i get and i'm named lance and i don't know what my last name is want any oh. chocolate i'm yes, afraid please. to eat anything i don't want it to come out the holes <laughs> <laughs> well you'd have you'd have stomach acid coming out the holes if, if it went into your stomach, wouldn't have you? you? I still think you should consider putting 
something and just do we have a tape measure perhaps wait until you have some holes of your own and then you can experiment on them almond don't fiddle with them that's how you get in trouble i want to go back through the confessional door because i have an idea well we're in the library and there's another door here let's try this door i want to find a clinic i don't feel well i think these doors are are our doors well, I've never been in any of these places before. Oh, what? I've I recognize like the through theater, here, so I'll and he go knows back it. There. Yeah. But, and his his influence made it his. What? I think. I think. That Joe Joe knows this room. He knows this vending machine. No, I, I opened mean, some doors. Maybe they're mine. I don't yeah, but, know. But Alma Joy over there went to the vending machine first, so I didn't even see it when we were in here before. I opened this room. Yeah, but he opened it with you, didn't he? Well, he was was right behind him. Yeah. Maybe they respond to... But I opened the next door to the theater, and Alma knows the theater, and he wasn't there. Again, this is a a, a shared experience. We're all swimming... Almond, how do you know so much about this? Are you some kind of uh, spiritualist or hippie or drug addict? I think Almond was a deadhead. Like he's old enough. That could be. That could be. I, I, don't, apparently, I don't have as many memories, but... You were on some kind of lecture circuit, apparently, and Lance, nobody's actually named Lance, so maybe you were an actor. Might have been. I feel like people listen to me. Yeah. And he's kind of wandering back towards the, the stage area. Okay. Um uh Buddy's going back into the church. Do we want to yeah, follow? I, him? I, I guess I, there's a door right here. Can we try this door? I, I have a real bugbear about this idea and I want to see if it's right first. <laughs> well, I don't know, Mac. You you look like you were injured the worst. Yeah. By something. By that light. The thing that makes the light. It's a trick. Has, it can has, show you anything. Has Almond Joy opened up a door yet? Why don't you open up the door, Almond Joy? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, he'll just go over and kind of open it. All right, I'll, I'll wait and watch Almond Joy open the door first. Okay. So I'm frantically trying to uh, type oh. private messages while people are speaking. Oh. But uh, <laughs> right, if, Al- if Almond is uh, giving me uh, a door, you can give me a D6. Uh, one. A one again. Right. That then opens up to... Uh, this opens up into another room that's a bit like the theatre. Um, but instead of a corridor or are they an aisle that goes between rows of seats... Um, it goes down one side of a room to a massive screen at the far end. And then as you get round the corner of this wall that goes one side, you realise you're in what seems to be a cinema. But again, all the seats are empty. Oh. And it's, this does look rather familiar. You, you get the same feeling here as you felt in the in the theatre. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here too. Yeah, he's he's doing the the same like 
kind of creepy almost caress of the chairs as he's going by this feels right you can give me a power roll please i assume there are no windows in this uh, oh four uh, there aren't immediately windows that you can see here but you can see that the back at the far end back where the what the projection booth is, there are a series of shuttered windows there that presumably would be other window or windows that would lead into the projection booth. What did a... Uh, Four under 80, so that is an extreme. um, You remember, you find yourself, or at least a flash of memory, uh, that you find yourself sat... In fact, actually, I'll send these... uh, to you as well with that degree of success uh, sat in the front row of this theatre looking up at the screen as you see your name roll by in lights so what is your name uh, oh boy the temptation to yeah, alright his name is Edmund okay and also with that degree of success you have an additional set of Flashes of recollection, which I have just PM'd to you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, I do remember this play. Oh, and he's what? Just kind of doing this. Yeah. Do you remember this place? I remember this place. Uh, what a theater. Yes, it looks like a theater like any other theater. This is not just a theater. You could see me up on the screen. We can see people, you now right in front of us. <laughs> people, people would listen to me. It was wonderful. You're an actor? I like to think of myself as a deliverer of truth. What? Yeah, I, I swear, three so fourths your, of the things that come out of your mouth don't make sense. What's your name then? Uh, Edmund. 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 He looks like an Edmund. I know, Edmund. don't I? It's acting like a drain out, a, a, a drug-addled actor, an old what? one. Were your movies in color or black and white, Edmund? Oh, I don't think I'm. I mean, I'm old, but that's pretty old. <laughs> well, I think some of them might have been in black and white. I feel like I feel like there were some very uh, artistic directions my life took. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, were you a married man, Edmund? Oh, I don't remember. So that's probably a good sign either way. <laughs> Do you think you were a serious actor or a comic actor? Oh, I I don't know much about acting, but I think they're all very serious. But this you, is... Did this, you work with any great directors? Uh, did you learn like, any of prizes? It, it's, it's, too, it's too much. It's too much. I don't... I'm sure I won many prizes, though. I... I'm not sure, but yes, it's... But maybe Buddy's right. Maybe you're not remembering your past. Maybe the room just 
mean, it's it's like Buddy's theory, but the other way around. Maybe you saw a theater and you imagined you were an actor. Oh, the world uh, makes us as much as we make it. So Lance, Lance saw desert, and then out the library window was desert, and in the library was his vending machine. Mm-hmm. I saw city. You saw a city. Before, I saw a city before. What we city was in Hellfire. Where did you see I, a city? I don't know. I I saw a city uh, before I was bathed in Hellfire and brought to this place. And when I was off trying to find the priest, I found this room with city on the outside of it. You what found city? A room too. I don't. I don't remember. It's just. It, it's. It's like there was this blackout with no no power anywhere. But I. I think it's my room. I think I need to go to my room. I, I'm going to sort of take off and go through the church and into the confessional and into this corridor with all the trophies. And I we might see as well follow Buddy. I want to see what kind of city say. it is. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're going back to the row of trophies yes. and you start uh, looking amongst them. Uh, give me a power roll, please. 23, which is a hard success. Okay. Well, that also gives you some additional memories with a hard because this is one of your locations. So uh, you walk along these trophies looking, your eyes darting across all of the names that are on them, and they're all the same name. They're all your name because these are all the trophies you've won for your, uh, your, acad- or your athletic accomplishments. So what is your name? Patrick. My name is Patrick. There we are. And indeed, this is almost uh, memoryception, uh, given the first one that I've uh, put to you, as you're doing exactly what you're doing now. You're standing admiring the row of trophies that you've won. You walked into that little box um, over there. What is that? I'm going to call out to them. I was right. I'm. Where are I'm you? You he, he walked into that box there uh, on the side of the church. Yeah, where, where does that lead? I thought it was just a box. It leads but... to my trophies. Okay. Come, what? look. Follow him. I want to see the city. He, he's he got something, obviously. Who... I'm going to let Mac go first. Yeah. yeah. It opens up into this corridor where on one side there are these glass cabinets with rows of trophies all extending down the hallway. And on the opposite side there are uh, windows that overlook what seem to be some kind of cityscape. You must be several stories up, but you can see there is a uh, what looks like a fire escape railing outside, so you could climb down to the street level if you wanted, if you wanted to open up the window. Uh, but yeah, there's this black, desert, seemingly deserted city that just extends off into the distance. What the hell? What Does the it... fuck are we looking at? It's the city. Yeah. But the all there. Which city? I don't. I don't remember. It's too dark to read any signs. I assume. I, I know that these are my trophies. This is this is my room in in purgatory. I huh. God is telling me something to do with my trophies, and I I need to spend some time in meditation and prayer to figure exact exactly what he is saying. So you are but, a jock, not a preacher. I, the Heavenly Father 
What name was directed me to show my excellence through my academic, my athletic achievements. So we're calling you Wick now. Um, you need to open a door and see what there is for you. Uh, hmm. And Mac, have you seen something that? No place I've ever been. Because he's on to something. Buddy's on to something. I mean, Patrick's on to something. Uh, Patrick is indeed on to something. Uh, so is while they're discussing uh, this between them, and there's a couple of not cross-conversations, but they're exchanging bits between them, is Patrick following through what you said? You're going to look in more detail in the room. Uh, yeah, I, I want to really contemplate what what my message from above is with this room. Like I, you know, I see all my old um, swimming trophies, my water polo trophies, everything. And I, I, what, what could this mean? Like that was years ago now, surely. Perfect question. Please roll your swim skill. 36, which is a hard. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I have to spend a point and then it's a hard. But yes, it's it's a, it's a hard regardless. Yeah. yeah, in which case you you definitely are very intimately connected with this room. If you were to call this a meaningful location and put this down as a background connection on the uh, on the back of your character sheet, how would you describe how this room fits in with how you how it intrinsically links in with your occupation and how you learned this how learned this and refined this skill of yours? I think this is my legacy at my old uh, university. I, I think, um, you know, it's where I got my opportunity to really pursue uh, the uh, aquatic art form uh, as a serious career. Um, and so now I send all my trophies back to them um, to display because they really are the ones that gave me the proper opportunity. They scouted me from my little town, middle of nowhere. Uh, God really reached through to their hearts and asked them to give me an opportunity. And when God came knocking, I came through and didn't let him down. Perfect. Yep, you have one background connection. Did I hear mention that uh, Mac was thinking of going and opening another door? Yeah, please. I want to. Yeah, I want to map this whole maniac maze out. I begin to think that we're in something like an ant farm, where there are places that look comfortable for us, but we're trapped between panes of glass, waiting to be consumed by that thing outside. Well, from places you've been, uh, you know that there's back in the church, there are several other doors, presumably in there. There'd be the one that leads to the vestry. There's even the one on the other side of the confessional booth that would be where the uh, where the priest would be. Uh, there's bound to be a door that would lead up to a tower or down to a crypt. Uh, there's also the door at the far end of the, tro uh, the trophy room that you're in that leads out into the film set. Uh, there's bound to be other exits through there. So you've got you've got a couple of different directions you can go in. So um, where would you like to find a door that goes off from? Uh, did I wonder if if 
Patrick left the door to the television set ajar so that I know that that room is there, having never been before. Yeah, the door hasn't shut. So I'm going to, yeah, go through the film set and look for a, a door well, probably opposite. I, I feel like if we can go in straight lines, we might be able to keep track a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you can certainly go around the back of the stage, as it were, or the back of the, the set, and there is a door with uh, dressing rooms marked above it. Which, if you go over and open that, you can give me a D6. Six. Ah, about time. Right. Uh, this opens up into what looks to be a hospital. Uh, but off in, um, ahead of you, you've got a, um, like a corridor, but you've got a walkway that goes between bays in a ward. So you've got curtains either side of you. But leading off immediately in front of you are what seem to be a set of oily footsteps, but the oil is rising into the air almost as if it's defying gravity. And as you watch, you can see these the impressions, these footsteps, as if someone had trodden an oil slick and then was running away, gradually disappearing in front of your eyes. Guys, there's something in front of us. Uh, see, catch up. I, I, there's something that left footprints. I'm going to hurry towards that door where the oil tracks are going, but I do want to swish open a curtain as I go through because I'm, I, I half expect to see Wick in a bed in there. Like you, you start thr uh, thrashing curtains aside. There are empty beds. There's plenty of discarded equipment that's lying motionless and uh, there's silence beside them. Looks like a fairly standard but empty hospital it's also there's a layer of dust over most things here which is different that all the other rooms that you've seen have been fairly pristine but this is this is dusty and old i understand i'm going to run after the somebody's left tracks somebody was here okay. um, you get down to the end and they turn off where there's a junction between what looks to be like the ward reception desk, and then it goes off towards a set of double doors that you think would go out further into the hospital. You just barge on through those. A bump. Yeah. D6 again, please. Another six. Right. Uh, I won't make you roll for that then. Uh, you emerge in what looks like a hut. Um, this is uh, a like straw ceiling above you, uh, wooden beams keeping it, uh, supporting it. But off ahead of you, um, you can see a figure running away that's dressed in black with what looks almost like a ragged dog collar around their neck. Uh, the guy, however, that's running away from you, definitely male, uh, looks like he's made of rubber. It's like Stretch Armstrong, that he moves in a way that is impossibly wrong. Um, he just turns, and as he runs, you can see everywhere that his foot steps. Um, he leaves behind this oily residue where where he walked, where he's running, and he darts out through or what seems to be around the corner inside of this big, almost like tribal African hut. 
uh, you can give me a sand check because no one should be able to be moving like they've got uh, rubber rubber bones. Uh, oh, I, I know five, so I'm accepting okay. something about the green nature of this, but I am going to chase him. There's someone else here. He's the tar baby. <laughs> okay, what's everyone else doing at this point? I'm trying to find a door of my own to open. Because <laughs> I've, I've been encouraged that that's going to be how I'm going to find my name and stuff. Okay, uh, there's from where you are, if you were back in the trophy room or even yeah. back in the film set, uh, you could even go off the church or well, pick pick one of the locations you've been to that you want to. Off, let's go off the film set. Okay. So you head off to uh, in there, go feel mm-hmm. around in the dark, but find there's a door that has exit above it. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll me a D6. Three. Okay, that's good. You certainly don't want a particular number to happen now. Right, that one opens up into what looks like some kind of technical room. There's a series of desks that you can see that are quite large, but also slanted. And on them are large sheets of paper where there's some kind of drawing on them that... Have you got electrical repair? Let's say that I do. Um, we'll say that I have. Uh, <laughs> I'll, we'll say that I'll have a fifty in electric repair. Okay, that so you're fairly confident 50s. at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in which case, you don't need to roll it. You get you have an, a base instinctive knowledge. Um, yeah, this looks like some kind of drafts room where some kind of maybe electrical engineer has been plotting out a fairly complicated series of uh, what look to be schematics or. Um, circuit diagrams are there any signatures or anything on the schematics and not that you can see no hmm. huh. but yeah, there's pl- plenty of books reference materials on electrical engineering around here as hmm. well and there, there's it looks like some kind of drafts room all right i'll kind of yell back i'm like i found a drafts room but nothing like triggering anything yet should i keep going Uh, I'll walk into the room with Wick and I'll say it's time to guide you to your salvation, brother. I don't let's let's open another door. I don't all right. I mean is there a, is there a door you know in, in here? I'm also just catching up with PMs I'll suddenly notice I had. Oh <laughs> Okay. I will leave uh, the person who sent me the uh, private message. You know who you are. Um, I will leave that to your de- uh, decision to uh, to come up with whichever whichever one you want. Sorry, and your question was: uh, Is there there's another is there another door? Yes, there's always at least one other exit out of here. All right, well, I'm gonna take my me and my pocket full of dynamite and head to the next door. Okay, uh, roll me a d six. Six. That was one you didn't want to roll. Ah, shit! Right. Um, can you give me a dex roll, please? When you open sure. the door, you open it into oblivion. There is endless void on the other side of that door, which tries to suck you in like a vacuum cleaner. Um, thirty-seven, mm. which is a hard thirty-seven is a, is a regular is a regular success on dex. All right, you were able to basically pull yourself out of the way and slam the door shut before you oh. or anyone else gets sucked through it. 
What was that? Uh, a door to oblivion? I don't. I don't know. Oblivion. Let's try a different door. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's try a different door. Um, okay. Are there any other doors in this room, or would I have to go to a different room? Uh, you would have to go back okay. from here. You could probably go back through the film set. Sure, I'll go back to the film set again. Okay. I'm like, all right, that was that was not that was a, that was not a good set of doors. Let's, uh, let's try this over again. Let's do it. Do it from the top. Meanwhile, catching up on what's uh, happening yeah. in various other uh, various various other parts, we've got Mac chasing after the figure in front of him. What's Lance doing? Lance is trying to think introspectively, see if he can come up with anything. He heard what sounded like office, like something about an office when he was near the vending machine. Now that he's in had gone in the theater with Edmund. Something is rolling around in his mind that he feels like he's right on the verge of, of understanding. He's going to walk back into the library and find a door and see if there's something beyond it. Okay. So you're trying to, you're trying to find another way out from the library. Right. Okay. Side side door. Roll me a D6. A three. Okay. Uh, that, that leads into what seemed quite again quite an obvious room with its uh, with its layout. There's plenty of benches in here. There's plenty of equipment and drills and clamps. It looks like some kind of workshop that you're going to. Like uh, metalworking, woodworking, a metal, you think? Okay, I'll I'll walk into it. I like I like workshops. Mm -hmm. um, does it look like there's anything being worked on, or is it pretty much cleaned up? Uh, most of it's cleaned up. There are bits and there's maybe a box full of wires off on one on one side. Uh, there's files. There's various pieces of equipment here. Also, looking around it, you don't feel any connection to this room at all. Yeah, I never, I, I never minded, you know, getting my car worked on. Wait, mm -hmm. I had a car, what kind of car. I can't remember what kind of car. Um, as, as you look around and do think, uh, yeah, but did I have a car? There is, there is a window out here, or in yeah. the side, obviously in the side of the I'll, wall. I'll look outside. Um, forest that extends off pretty much as far as the eye can see forest hmm. well not sure this one's for me i'll uh i'll just turn around i'm now curious i'm going to go start opening doors so i'll go to the next door <laughs> that i find okay you probably wander back into the church then because that's yeah. going to be where uh, everything and I'll yell, goes. I'll yell, workshop. <laughs> when you get but, back into the church, there's a fine layer of dust over everything in there now. Guys, do you remember this place being dirty? It's also, there's no sign of footprints in the dust. So this is obviously settled here after people have come through. Because otherwise there'd be footprints tracked all through the all what? through the muck. Yeah, because we started in here. Yes. 
okay, something weird's going on. I will, uh, I'll walk over to the uh, the door going into the the sanctuary of the church. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll me a d6. Oh, I rolled 2d10. Mm-hmm. D6. Six. You give me a dex roll as you open it up into illimitable void that tries to suck you in. 54. I'll have to spend four points of luck. It's the four points of luck well spent because there is just oblivion on the other side of that door. Jesus Christ! And I'll I'll slam the door closed. <laughs> uh, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> and you said it in a church. Hey, appropriate. There's um, there's oblivion outside in the altar of the church. And Mac at this point can give me a dex roll as you are chasing down this this like, rubbery figure. You also found a door to oblivion. I found it. Regular success on dex. Right, you're able to catch up to this uh, figure just as he's getting to uh, what looks to be an an open not an open door a wooden door that you think would connect to the outside of this this hut that's been built and both you and he fall uh, fall through the door at the same time can you hear a d6 roll two okay that opens up into what looks to be some kind of changing room um like a uh Everything maybe like a leisure center, a leisure center, perhaps, or some kind of uh, a gymnasium, perhaps. Lockers and benches. Yeah, lockers and benches. That is exactly it. Um, As you fall through into the into the middle of the room, uh, there is an almighty crash from one uh, from a window nearby that's up near the ceiling, and this uh, black skinned. gargoyle-like figure descends into the room and leaps, but uh, well, it comes to try and come down towards you, uh, you and this figure on that's writhing on the floor. Can you give me a sanity roll? Because I don't think you've seen this guy yet. Only dimly above sixteen. I'm very, I'm very zen about this. Having right, you you are remarkably keeping your uh, keeping your proverbial together even despite all the holes in you that could easily make it flow out of you. Um, as this thing comes down and grabs this figure that's writhing on the floor next to you and starts to pull him away from you, as also he starts to tear into this figure. Um, you can all, the rest of you can all hear now what is evidently screaming as someone is screaming in mortal terror as it's the, the guy on the floor that's been ripped apart. Satan, Satan has found Satan has found someone. Uh, we, I'm going to run towards the screaming. Does the rubbery figure with the dog collar have? How is it responding to this attack? Uh, the rubbery thing on the floor is just panicking wildly. Um, you can give me a psychology roll if you want to put any points in psychology. I have barely put any points in anything, so I'm delighted to. Uh, I've still got a 60 left, so why not? I rolled a three, so I could have been cheaper. Hey. No, yeah, I, I will give you on an extreme success. But evidently, this, this person, even though their body is 
really out of whack completely. Um, something, maybe it's a glimpse, glimpse of getting a good look in their eyes that gives you this knowledge that they have suffered a massive amount of mental trauma. Uh, in mechanical terms, this, this character, this, this person is indefinitely insane. They have lost a big enough chunk where their mental, uh, their mental health has been shot to hell. Perhaps he's been here a very, very long time. Maybe, but, but something he's seen or something that's happened to him has driven him over the brink. And he is writhing around without really too much care to his uh, personal safety. He is running on instinct. But this thing, this gargoyle that's leaning over him is ramming its paws into these massive holes that are opening and contracting in his front and literally tearing him apart from the inside out, taking large uh, handfuls of flesh that start ripping out as it throws them over its shoulders, over its wings and splatters against the walls as this large red puddle just continues to extend out from underneath it. I think I'm going to be backing out of this locker room into the hut away from this gargoyle. Can I see anything of the world through the crashed window or is it just dark? You can see the outline of what looks to be a mountain range. Jesus. Are there stars above the mountains? Yes, there are. Do I recognize any consolations? My bad, one sec. Uh, There are mountains that you can see out of the windows in the hut. Um, In the changing room, uh, that exterior world is a city. You can see the outline of buildings. So exactly the same as back in the trophy room. Jesus. And I I don't recognize any constellations or any building outlines. I don't see the shape of the shard or... You can give the, me an astronomy role if you've got astronomy. Yes, who just learned some astronomy at 50. Ah, yeah. oh, and 49. So I've mixed up okay. the previous... Yeah, you start looking for common reference points and you see what look like well that looks like the bear the bear that looks like hydra but hang on a minute you shouldn't be able to see those two constellations at the same at the same time uh there's a crown there's various different uh, astrological or not astrological um various different constellations that are recognizable but they shouldn't be in the sky at the same time like this so building yeah, it's almost as if someone has just thrown all of them up into the sky as commonly known images. It doesn't correspond to any real world position that you should be in. I feel a little bit like a sand roll. I will take one if you want if you want one. Just seems right. And I would have passed that had I not been outside, but I have failed it. Okay, I'll take one one point from you. At which point you can also feel another small welt uh, erupt on your side. Uh, my back is okay at the moment. Yeah, you're getting quite a few. They might be spreading around there by now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the 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 figure of the priest like thing. I mean, when the faceless one was tearing them apart through those holes. 
Like, had I seen the holes beforehand, or was it just a dark figure of oily weirdness? Was the thing, was he all holes? Is that, is that why he could oh, move like that? Yes, uh, they're all over him, uh, to the point where they're running up his neck. Uh, they're running around his back. But again, he was clothed. But now that this uh, this thing is tearing the clothes off him to get at the interior of him, you can see that he's covered all over in these things. I'm gonna go into I'm gonna go into the hut and look around at I've never been inside a thatch hut before. I'm gonna let the monsters fight. I'm gonna take a little time. Maybe some of the others will come after given that I called out so mm -hmm. long ago. Right. I am going to need quickly before we have a short break. Because we're about the half uh, about the halfway point. Uh, you're in the hut. Where's oh Wick was uh, heading off the film set and trying another door from there. Yep. yep. Where was Patrick? I'm accompanying Wick because I, I see it as my uh, divine duty to now assist them in finding their um, their name and their salvation. Gotcha. So you're with Wick. Where's Edmund? Uh, temporarily obsessed with himself and heading into the projector room okay so you're in the cinema uh in which case you can give me a uh sleight of hand roll uh, for edmund and where's lance lads heard the scream that mac gave or, or the thing he doesn't know that it's not mac mm -hmm. and he's yeah. running to matt towards where mac is to okay so assist or help or pull him back Gotcha. So you and Mac will both be in the uh, the wrong place when this goes off. Oh shit! So, so how um how does Edmund do on your uh, uh, slight hand? Zero three under seventy. So this makes up for the dynamite mishap. Uh, yeah. Well, instead, when you try to uh, steal dynamite, roll a hundred. So <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't set it off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you instinctively as you're looking around this uh, cinema trying to connect with it trying to explore it find yourself finding this is a place that was intrinsically fundamentally part of you this was led to the development of your craft the development of your skill um how would you describe this as a meaningful location for you uh it was growing up a place I always wanted to and and kind of maybe, you know, had a couple movies there, but wasn't satisfying. And when my career fell off for about 30 years, it, it hurt, but it was the only one that showed my comeback film. So this is this is kind of like a redemption place. Nice. And there is potentially the chance you may well find redemption here, too. Uh, you can add a meaningful location to your uh, background yes. connections. So you also have one background connection. Meanwhile, uh, we'll leave it with uh, Lance and Mac as you are running. Uh, you kind of meet in the the kind of dividing bit between the hut and the hospital. As the last scream of that figure behind you is uttered, and as it does so, as the as this priest or missionary figure dies the walls start caving in here you start you start to hear the creaking sound as the walls themselves start to buckle 
Uh, they also start to drip and melt around you, and there is just illimitable void outside as the whole of your immediate environment starts to collapse. Uh, can I have dex rolls from both of you, followed by sanity rolls? Oh. I got 43 out of 50 on dex. That's good. And my sanity roll, I passed. All exactly. Good. Wait, that's I'm looking at the wrong thing. And I passed by four. Okay, you're you're fine on that case then. Uh, I I have a dex of forty and I rolled a ninety-one. Ouch. But can I grab him? And that's what I, I was coming here for anyway. And then I failed my sanity. Okay. Uh, how much did Lance pass uh, your dex roll by? Oh, just a few points. Yeah, well, you. I would say you need a hard to be able to get him out of here. Um, it's not you're going to both get out, but it's um, mechanically how this is going to manifest is that Mac is going to get wh uh, whacked on the shoulder by a falling beam. Uh, what seems to be part of the roof of the hospital as you are running back frantically towards the film set. So unless you want to spend a bucket load of luck to make it a hard success. Ah. Uh... This is a lance that is rather unless Mac oh. wants to um, unless Mac's got fifty odd points of luck to uh, to burn no, it down. Not left, no. I I do, but um, I think I'll close. I'll try to drag him out. I just won't drag him out as quickly or as. Okay, uh, Mac can take one d ten points of damage. Eesh. Four. Okay, so not not too mm. bad. That could have been a lot worse. That's not half your. That's not half your hit points, is it? No. Right. Uh, you take a big clobbering over the uh, over the back and the shoulder, as a beam comes down. Just as the two of you are able to launch yourselves into the film set, and the door slams shut behind you. What? What the hell? Uh, tell Tell Preacher Patrick that this isn't purgatory because purgatory doesn't fall apart. I I already saw the void. It was it was. It was in the church too, but did you scream? The no, scream was, was coming from behind you. I was I was chasing this uh, rubbery. Somebody was running away. Somebody that wasn't us, and I tried to chase him. He was he moved wrong, and then this gargoyle crashed in and began tearing him to shreds. That's the screaming. He was being torn apart. You know how I have these holes? He was he was he was all holes. Oh um I think I might be figuring something out. Um are these rooms for specific people and not necessarily just for us, because I went into a mechanic shop. Um, it didn't seem at all familiar. I mean, I knew what it was, but it didn't feel in the, even foggily, you know. And maybe the altar was at one time somebody else's purgatory, and it's done. And that place that you were just in, did it seem familiar? I haven't seen anything that I know. It was somebody else's purgatory, and now they're done. And now it's just a void. Well, so this place is freaking dangerous, as well as 
you want to find the right door. What is the right door? The one that feels familiar. And then we go home? I don't know. Maybe we're already dead. Maybe we have to deal with something. Maybe Patrick and Edmund are onto something. I thought at least with death came peace. Well, maybe well, it's all for, a test. Well, that for this philosophical bombshell, should we take five minutes? Got it. Right, so we have the two of you that have just stumbled back into the uh, the film set as Wick and Patrick were opening a door in there to go and see if they could find uh, find Wick's, Wick's past. So whoever's opening the door wants to give me a D6 roll. Um, yeah. Uh, three again? Okay, I've got to count up how many times this has appeared. Oh, you're fine still. Right, uh, this opens up into, again, quite a distinctive environment. It's some kind of factory floor. Uh, huh. You can see there's plenty of presses. There's definitely larger scale equipment. It's like the workshop, but kind of scaled up. Mm -hmm. um, so there's plenty of manufacturing equipment here. And again, then there's big wide windows on either side of the, uh, the room. And beyond it, there is just forest that extends off in each direction. Hmm. Mac, did you recognize this uh, area? Uh, I'm sorry. We just got, we, uh, look at, I'm, give me a minute. I'm going to see if there's anything to bandage myself with in this hospital room. We, there was a thing that flew in the window and it tore a man to shreds. And then the, and then rooms fell up. There was a hut. There was a, what would what do you think? Whoa, 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 whoa. I had to so, pull him and, out. Yeah, you 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 kind of um, you ejected yourself from the hospital room. The door that leads into the hospital is now uh, slammed shut behind you. Did you want to open oh. it? No, 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 no. Like it's no, a void. Got, I'm sure it's going to be a void. <laughs> we've got a factory that, and there's some forests outside the factory. Okay, Patrick, I've got a theory. Forest. Yeah, forest. I was in what did a you forest. see in your? You were in a forest. We I found Max's room. Okay, well, and the, I, and, and the and the thing fell, and the trees were blasted into splinters, and I flew through the air. I think that Patrick, it might be like you say, purgatory, and some of the rooms are designed specifically for the person, and if you get into the wrong room, you're in extreme danger. The room that Mac was in fell apart. There were screams. There was a man. We, we almost got another, caught. There was another. There was another one. There was another person, but he was. He was. He bent in weird ways, and he left oily footprints. And I tried to catch him because I thought perhaps he could tell us something he knew. But then the thing with wings came in and began tearing himself out of him through the holes and I think he, he was a lost soul i think and that room over there is mechanic shop which i looked in but i didn't it didn't seem familiar anybody mechanic i, did I don't know things with wiring but not mach 
I don't, I don't know. Apparently, I know about electronics. But I was in a forest. The last thing I remember was a forest. Yeah, here, come, come check out the factory. We'll see if you can get through the get to the forest with this one of these windows. But I don't want to go outside anymore. That thing is glowing in the night. But, but, but the, it it is a little. Is it night in the forest in the factory? You're having a look out through the window. Yeah. Give me a spot hidden roll. Um, so that's a 98. So no matter what I put there, it's gonna be a fail. You're fine. You don't see anything. But is it is it day? No, it's nighttime. Oh, okay. There's no day here. There's no sun here. You know the stars are all wrong. I what? was looking at the windows at the stars, and they. I don't not... start with the astrology stuff. It's not. No, it's astronomy. You Wait, can't I... have Cassiopeia on the Southern Cross next to each other. It doesn't make any right, but, sense. The but you sky said the, is not real. You said the stars were all wrong. That's a, that's a, that's a, that, that's a, that, that's an astrology thing. Like Venus is in retrograde or something. I don't know. He's saying that the sky looks wrong. Cause the, it's the a, way literally, like, literally. The, the, the map of the celestial sphere isn't right. But, but how like would you building? But how would you know that if you don't know where we are? I think it it's all. This is all artificial. You can't have the Big Dipper and Cygnus like this. It's not. It's not. I don't have to know where I am. Well, the thing is, you you don't have to know where you are. But if you're looking into this room, this factory, it does actually seem familiar. You can give me a power roll, please. <clears throat> Seems familiar to Mac. Yeah. Well, how are three zeros? Uh, <clears throat> Maybe you don't remember anything about this room after all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I remember a forest, that's all. I'm sorry I'm upset. I, I just saw somebody be torn to shreds by this thing with, with black Wait, wings. what? I told you there was this man and he bent wrong when he ran away from me and he wouldn't answer me. And then this thing crashed in from the wrong sky and tore him to shreds. It had black wings. It sounds like it but, sounds like the devil from outside. I don't. And and Edmund's gonna wander, wander kind of in. Uh, he's obviously been crying, but he's got a big smile on his face. Oh, hey, oh. did you bring us some popcorn? Oh, maybe but something. I don't. Something is going to be different when Edmund uh, walks back. So you were in the cinema. Mm -hmm. You go through into the library. And the door that would uh, go from the library to the church is closed. Well, he's going to open it. He's not thinking that far ahead. Okay. It opens into the trophy room, which is where oh. previously used to go off the um, out of the confessional. The church isn't oh. part of the part of the connecting tissue anymore. That's... Where are we? You're in the film. You're in the door between the film studio, the film set, rather, and the factory. Okay. okay. And I think uh, Edmund can kind of see them at that point, right? Because the yeah, uh, you, the corridor does connect the, to the yeah, the film set. Yeah, the trophy room is a long corridor that again goes <sighs> into the film set. You so you can visually see them from where you are. That's interesting. Hey, man, come! I could hear you shout him from back there. It's all right. This is heaven. No, I think this is the, the <laughs> I think this is the train station between. Yeah. Well, maybe. It's all falling apart. 
we were in we we uh, Lance here pulled me out as as this wooden hut, a Polynesian something. No, it makes began sense. to collapse on itself, and my arm yeah. is half crushed. Oh, I don't yeah. understand. Mac, did you say the guy looked like a priest? He was well. I mean, he was wearing a collar. Okay, so Roman uh, collar. Give me an idea roll for anyone that hears that, or even just vague description. I think I may know what's actually going on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a, a no, hard. I don't. I also got a hard. Something maybe inside of you, those that get hard or better. Um, something kind of maybe clicks. Maybe that proverbial light bulb goes off in your mind. Dog collar, church hospital and hut the hospital yeah. is the one that throws you for a second and the hut then maybe throws you for a, a slightly another curveball what if he wasn't so much of a priest but what if he was a missionary missionary all, all those three locations would be archetypal to that particular occupation they would be put someone a missionary that has a religious background a church would be probably somewhere where they studied uh, a hospital could be one that they've built and um, to help establish out there in the uh, in the wilderness. Could have been even a hut if they were building like a community project. It just it makes sense between yeah. you that there is there is a connection between that person and those three locations. So I mean, imagine for a minute, maybe when you die, you go to a purgatory. Okay, just just indulge me, but you end up going to a place that's like familiar to you. Only we're all here together and all of our familiar places are interlocking. And that guy was also here. Maybe he's been here longer. And now that he's dead, really dead or torn up by the devil, all of his places are dis disintegrating. They don't need it anymore. He's moved on. But the church is is through that door. It's still no. It's the, gone. What? It's the gone. Church be gone. The church. Yeah, the church. The church gone. cannot be gone. Um, church Patrick is, gone. is going to uh, open the door to the. Church. Be careful! Be careful to open the door. Oh, the, the door's still open from when uh, Edmund came through it. Yeah, you go back through the trophy room, and the door that should lead out of the confessional now leads into the library. Patrick drops to his knees. <laughs> This is. They're they're just this books. Test. This is a test. This is a test. What? I I am being I am being tormented oh, by God. Satan. Satan is outside. I am being tormented. This 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 cannot be. This no. cannot be. No. Well, we no. just gotta figure out which rooms are ours. I think this may be a sand roll for Patrick. He's he's having a particularly tough time of this. I'll buy that. Um. Yeah, that is a failure. Yeah. Give give me a D three. Five, so is a three. Yeah, uh, down your side and maybe one on your chest, you start to feel these openings start to manifest, protruding through your skin, and then with almost like a sickening kind of gulp, it, not belches, but definitely you feel the the mouth like or sphincter like thing open up on you, on your skin. So lose that many sand. 
devil takes my flesh as he takes my place. So I think, Edmund, you found your room. Yeah, you, and look, look at yourselves. I can see the winces of pain. I see what you're, you're fighting this. Don't fight it. The angel outside, it looks terrifying, but it's trying to protect us. Mac, that thing would have led you, you don't even know where. That angel, maybe it's a part of you. It's protecting you. The, 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 the man that, that your angel tore to shreds in front of me was full of these same wounds that we bear. Oh, that's not good. He didn't pass the test. Um, I want to find my room. Uh, The only place I feel even remotely at home is the library. But is the only place you felt any kind of connection to so far. There's got to be a door, though, for me. There's no room here for me. I haven't seen anything that makes any sense. I hear there's a forest. Which way is the forest? Oh, that factory room. You threw the window. Yeah, factory. Yeah. Yeah, factory. I'll Lance, go. did you say there was a, 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 the a workshop or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that I... one over there is a uh, is like did a really nice mechanic. A forest. What? Yeah, I saw forest. Quick question for the GM: When we looked at the books in the library, did did they seem familiar? Well, to you, they did. Okay. Um, and when I saw like the author, it it was like, oh yeah. Yeah, maybe okay. maybe if you go back and maybe something has got a tickling at the back of your mind. Maybe if you go back and explored it a bit more, you might be able to okay. discern something. Yeah, I might wander back in that direction. Mm-hmm. Ma- Mac, don't go into any crazy weird rooms that don't seem familiar. Um, no rooms seem familiar, so what should I do? Well, keep looking, but but be ready to run. Well, from where you are also, because you're kind of moving around between the factory and the film set, the the factory, the outside, that forest, that kind of, that does look familiar. That does correspond to the last memory that you had. But also there's an open door that goes into the draft room uh, for off the film set as well. Uh, you can give me a power roll if you look in there. Fifty-seven used to be good, but my power is destroyed, so I fail. Uh, maybe on the tip of your mind that this place may be vaguely familiar, mm. but it's annoyingly just out of reach. It's not as alien as say the hut, but. Mm-hmm. Is there a window? What's the window like in the? Yeah, there's the, there's a shuttered window or um, blinded window in there. If you pull up the blinds, there is a starry sky outside and the oh. forest that extends off into the oh. into the distance. Oh, and it's deciduous. That's closer. There was a there was a fire in the sky when I was in the forest. You can give me a spot hidden roll if you like. Regular. Okay. Um, in which case, off again about two hundred yards off to your left, you can see 
there is indeed a, a light of what seems to be burning trees off in that direction. And also a rather familiar, and now, now that you realise, predatory light of a, this anglerfish type thing that is trying to lure you out there, but you've already been entranced by it once. You do not feel the same compulsion to go out there again. No, revolted, but there's a second light. No, it's, now that you think about it, it's off in exactly the same direction as when you looked out of the window back in the theatre. So is it the but, firelight is like the anglerfish. It's, it, well, the, the fire is the corresponding to the burning trees, but this light that's in the middle of it, it's the light seems to be superimposed in the same direction and the oh. same distance out of the window you're looking at, but the it's light, the same as the, the other window that you looked at originally. Yes. Is anybody even nearby? Are they all fellows? Yeah, yeah Edmund will have followed you in there. I've started to walk back to the, the library. The light imitates things that we know. The light that's waiting outside in the yeah. in the in the bad place. Of course, don't you, Mac? It, you it you have what to I understand. Was... It's it's trying to tempt you away. Your pain is you are not accepting yourself and finding happiness here. I have, I have moths growing over my body. I'm supposed to accept and be happy with this? We all bear scars from our, you know, indiscretions. I am not willing to be punished by your cinema god for whatever it thinks I did wrong. I don't, this doesn't, I'm going to find a way out of this hell. That's all. Well. Sounds like Lance at this point was wandering back towards the uh, the library. And you're having a look around. Give me an occult roll. 21 out of 70. So that is, that's a regular. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing. That must be hard, surely, because that's 70 of your... Yes, that's a, that's a hard... I could spend... Eh, I could spend um, seven points and make it extreme. But. Hard's good. Yeah, this this is maybe the scene in which... Because you had that little flash of memory when you went over to the uh, vending machine earlier, yeah, yeah. that you saw yourself looking through all these books, that now when you turn around you were indeed sat over there at that desk reading through all of those books. You can see those books up on the shelf and alongside them, a book that looks very familiar. In fact, a book you as a, as a parapsychologist wrote. So what is your, um, Oh, you've got your name. What is yeah. this place in terms of how does this fit into your occupation? How is this related to how you developed your skill? How is it a meaningful location to you? This is um, this is the library at Damascus University. Um, it is desert outside. Uh, I gave lectures here, and I did my studies in the occult, um, and I wrote this book. And my last name is Ellis. Isn't that? 
Edmund's last name too. Coincidence? Or weird. Um, I'm going to open the book and look at it. Yeah, you are familiar intimately with all the details in here. You wrote it. I'm a ghost hunter or a, a, a parapsychologist. I, uh, I'm going to hold the book in my hands as I'm sort of glancing at it, and I'm going to walk back over to the window and look mm-hmm. back out again. Okay, yep, there is rolling desert. There is that light off in the distance, which you've already seen it once. You are no longer subjected to its yeah, lure. I believe that's danger. Yeah, now now that you look at it again, having a fresh set of eyes on it, yeah, there is indeed some kind of predatory aspect. I'm going to look in the other direction towards the edge of the world. Yeah, and it just and I, I I remember that that's that's the memory that I have, being at the edge of the world, looking over the edge, and I didn't feel frightened, like. Should I have jumped? There is definitely a comfort there. That is significantly, infinitely more comfortable in that direction than it is looking towards that light. I, uh, I, I look at, I I get onto the windowsill and I look outside. Do I see, uh, um, Sparky, uh, the, uh, demon? He is still spinning up there. I uh I think I know what to do but I I think that I'm moral enough to tell the others what I think I should do so I'm going to with the book in my hand walk back to where they are mm-hmm. uh, to to well, tell you, them I think the first one you would encounter would be uh, Patrick kind of falling to his knees crying at the uh, the loss of his church Patrick, Patrick, stand up, please. I I don't think that was your church. I think that was that other guy's church. Your church is through your is through your door, through your trophy room, because I think I know where I'm supposed to go. I think like you might need to also go to the edge of the world and jump off. And don't go towards that light. The the tank light, yes. Yes. I I I think I may know what I need to do as well. Okay. Well, after I tell everybody, I'm I'm going. I think so, Let's. I. I then. I then go past him towards the others. I still need I, to find my room when, or my name. I mean, shit. When Lance walks past me, I'm gonna open the window and peek my head out and look up into the sky. Um, give me a spot hidden roll. That's regular sequence. Okay. Um. You can't see for certain. You think there might be something swirling around up there, but you do notice. Off in the distance, there is in fact a light where you're fairly sure something struck a building and kind of bore a hole straight through it. 
I believe this is also the first time you've seen that light, yes? It is. Yep. Uh, oppose power roll, please. Regular success. 52 is just a regular for me, so my 100 will beat your, uh, your humanly 50. power. Yeah. You feel a compulsion to walk towards that light. This feels correct. Hey, so we'll leave you uh, walking towards that for a, uh, for a moment and cut back to the others. Uh, Wick in particular is saying you still haven't found your room. Correct. Your your dice yeah. rolls have not been great for you. No. Um, are you still looking for doors to go through to find I where think you so. Is Edmund following, or Edmund and Mac following you both, or is Mac, where, whereabouts are you three? After recognizing the forest, I was going to try to look more closely at the workshop to see if I could glean some meaning in it. Okay, so you, you went to the workshop? Yeah. Okay, so you will actually pass Lance and uh, Patrick because the workshop is off the library. So right. yeah, you, you can certainly go in there. Uh, give me a power roll. If, if he inside. walks past me, I'm going to tell him what I, I told uh, Patrick. The plan. Run away from the black. Run away from the light towards the edge and jump off. Well, I liked the first part. I'm not sure, but the second. It it felt right. I'm going to do it. I'll bet my I'll bet my existence on it. It felt right to go to the light for me, and I was shattered. Uh, good power roll. Right. Um, you go into the workshop and have a look around, and you, you you actually do something similar to what I believe Wick did, uh, because I think it was Wick who went in here first. That um, you start looking through these schematics on the uh, on the drafts table, and uh, what that's, that's the drafts room, not the uh, we're having a look around the workshop tools, and yeah, this place does seem familiar. In fact, so familiar, you find that there's. Uh, like a, ch a hammer and chisel that's uh, in a work in a rack up on the wall, uh, engraved with your initials, and that suddenly has a sort of a spark of memory that fires. You remember your initials and you remember mm. your name. So what is it? Haven. That's an easy one to remember. And on that bombshell. <laughs> hey fellas, I've got a name now. Who's left? Oh, now I'm the only one that has a goddamn name. Oh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you. I'm David. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you, David. I don't know what my name is. No, yes, but it's better. It's better if we go in a group. David, what um, is it? David Ellis? <laughs> no, it's David Gassaway. <laughs> That's a very easy name. one to remember. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, is that Patrick climbing out a window? Patrick, yeah. avoid the temptations. No, he's he's going to do what I told him to do: run away from the light and towards the no, towards no, the edge. No. He's heading off to the left. The end of the world is oh, to the not right. Pat, wrong no. way. Not go. It's not a light. It's a. It's, it's a trap. Don't. Don't worry. I think I've figured this out. I'll go get him. 
Go get him, Ed. All right. I'm going to go leave, folks. I'm heading towards the edge and jumping off because that's what I think is the right thing to do. You're the you're the desert guy, right? I'm the desert. I'm. I, it's Damascus University Library. I've been there. Oh, here's my book. I wrote. Oh, and I show cool. it to them. And the light is an evil temptation, and the gargoyles are buddy. I think. What? It wasn't the buddy of the guy that he tore to shreds. He did the wrong thing, whatever he did. What? Well, you have you to know, figure it out for yourself. It'll make sense once it does. I'm, I'm, uh, Lance, uh, as long as you're not going toward the light, I'll watch you jump off the edge of the world. But, all right. But, um, can I get a name at least before we go jumping off to the worst side of the world? Well, Lance I'm not going to jump after him. Lance Ellis. Oh, you want a name for yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm saying I would like a name before I'm going to follow you off the end of the earth. Yeah, we have to check out the I'm trying to catch up here. Hey, hey, I, I can wait. hang around until you find your name. I'm going to go find it. You can do it. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't expect anybody. I'll, I'll go, I'll go with you, Wick. At least have a name. I, I, find also, Wick, we can see what Hick. happens. <laughs> what about Cliff? <laughs> we can see what happens when Lance jumps so that we know whether he's wrong hey maybe the dynamite has something to do with who you are because it was in your pocket but yeah, i had yeah, bubble gum still, still is just, are like, you a, are you a miner like it doesn't have my name on it like it, it's just a bunch of sticks of dynamite it doesn't are you have... a, are you a call of cthulhu archaeologist <laughs> a what now you did have you did have a lot of data about that dynamite though so maybe you are some kind of think about the dynamite. What, what does it mean to you? Well, oh, light, light one off. All right, let's and see, see if that jumps. No, I'm not something gonna. Loose. All right, Wait, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look for another door. There are plenty you could yeah. see. The quickest way to get from here would be the, the back end of the film set, sure. So, yeah, back through the back through the back of the film set, going through another door. Watch out for the void. Get roll a d6, and it'll be really funny if you roll a six right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the it's the mark of the Necronomicon just taunting me every time. <laughs> Give me a dex roll then. All right. Uh oh, that's seventy four. I think that's a failure. That's a failure. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, the, you open the door, kind of in frustration, and pretty much uh, just step through. Um. Just, oh! there, there is illimitable void which extends out that tries to suck you in. Um. You end up trying to slam the door behind you. Roll a d10. Ooh. The three? Only three points of damage then as you're able to... Uh, you basically okay. get bang... You bang your head on the door frame as oh, you're trying oh. to be sucked in. Ah. What, what part of Watch for the Void did ah. you not understand? I How am I supposed to know there's going to be a void on the other side of the door before I open it? You, you ah. peek. <laughs> ah. Oh, my fucking head. Mm. From, you, you've exhausted all the options in the film set so the next nearest would be because you know the one on the other side of the draft room is also mm -hmm. void so you don't want to do that wait um, there's the door that used to go to the hospital no one's opened that yet <laughs> what what did you remember before we woke up here i was on some kind of glacier and then it you cracked 
So you're looking for cold, ice or cold place, like yeah. Ice. I haven't seen any glaciers. I've seen cities. All right, let's forests. You said there was another one. The next route door would be. You go off the factory. That's the probably the, right. uh, the next safest route. Sure. There. Let's go. Let's go off the factory now. Oh, D six. I hope you don't get a six. All right, I got a one this time. Let's check to see how many of those have been used. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, you're not going to like me. <laughs> that is also void. Oh, come <laughs> on! Because all of the all of the one rooms are in play. Oh, okay. But at this so, point, uh, I've grabbed a hold of him so that I can pull him if it's a freaking void. I, give me a dex roll with a bonus die. Oh my if god! If you're prepared for it. Yeah, that's what? a six set. Wait, no, that's that's. I'll spend seven luck so that that's six set. Even with a bonus die. Wow. <laughs> yes. Out. I'm having good luck. Yes, I need to make a note. So one and six are off the table currently. Okay, that's that's three. My last three doors led to void. It's it's like that. It's like that old TV show where you you pick the door. I I don't know what I'm talking about, but (laughs) what doors? What doors are left? Maybe um, only some of us get out. Maybe some of us are trapped. I don't know. No, don't don't, don't shatter his hope. Let's let's. Hopefully, we can find whatever <laughs> glacier he was on. In, instead of the one that well, you tried to go through a fire exit off the factory, okay. there's another one at the top of a flight of stairs in the factory that goes to what looks to be an office. Sure. Okay. Give me a D six. Three. Check that. <laughs> say. Um, yeah. Give me a dex roll with a, bo- oh, with a bonus die. <laughs> I'm holding on two. Because um, three equates to the draft room, the workshop, right, and the two. factory, all of which of those are in play. So that's a that, two. That... So I'm I'm ready for the oblivion doors now. I'm just like, oh come on. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's oblivion. So the only ones, the only numbers that you've got left by deduction are two, four, and five. And I just can't, I can't roll one of them. Yeah, you haven't had all of the two rooms yet, so you, two is definitely fine if you roll it. <gasps> I don't even keep doing doors. I, I feel like they're all into void at this point. Just, just roll five. Yeah, five is <laughs> the one you want. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna give this one. All right, I'm gonna give this one more try, and then right. and then we're trying something else. Lance and I will are going to hold on to you. Right. We just, brace just ourselves peak. by the frame of the door. We can't. Just peek. Eventually, right. either you're a sacrifice and we will not be able to take you out. <laughs> and that's why this is happening. Or we're going to find your place. I didn't. I had given up hope. And now I know. Well, it's a few things. All right. So now am I, am I going back to the door that was the hospital now or? You can try to go through there if you want to. Sure. Okay, that instead opening instead of opening to the hospital connects to the changing rooms. Okay. But from there, you can find there are obviously sure. ways out to look as though they go out of the changing room into somewhere else in a leisure centre. So you can open one of those doors. <laughs> we don't sure. even know what your name is yet. I know! <laughs> Alright, I'll go through one of the changing room doors then. I'd say if you've got two people holding uh, holding you and bracing you, don't you don't PM. need to make a dex roll. 
Okay, well, but first, should I roll the d6, sir? Yeah. Just okay. if you hit one, three, one, three, or six is bad. You need a, ideally, you want a five. That's a four. It's okay. not a two. Four is fine because that hasn't, uh, we haven't had all of those come up yet. Uh, that opens up then into what looks to be an underground crypt that you would normally find under a under a church. So you can see okay. a large stone sarcophagi type room in here. That seems familiar to me. Yes, it does. I've been in here before. Oh. Yeah, well, sure. I'm glad it's familiar. <laughs> Let's go take a look. What's inside the crypt? Okay, uh, if you are having a look round, you can all give me a spot hidden roll. That's a failure no matter what it is. Seven Eight, things. Seven. Hard success. Oh, okay. a regular uh, success. Right. Uh, both Lance and uh, David come across something at the same time. Uh, Lance, give me 1d10. <laughs> I'm looking for my 1d10. <laughs> It's, it's with your it's with your, it's with your yeah. yeah. It's made of tiger's eye. It's a wonderful dice. Yeah. Okay, this is an essential item for your occupation. So, as a parapsychologist, what is your essential item that you find? Um, I find a crowbar because you've always got to break into those places where you so, yeah, and sometimes work. pry things open and. Okay. Yeah, um, so. There is indeed a crowbar on the floor that uh, you both come across roughly at the same time. And when Lance picks it up, this feels this feels like a trusty instrument. This feels this. Hmm. Yeah, this is my crowbar. Do you want to open up do you want to open up the sarcophagus? Well, I mean that's kind of what I would have done, but these are kind of sealed. Um I think I had to use this to get into the room. But you also feel that this is a this is an item that you have treasured for a long time. Yeah, um, you you can mark this as a treasured possession and get your second background connection on your sheet. Okay. And everyone can hear your name being called somewhere in the distance. Lance. Yeah, you hear the name Lance being called. You're not too sure because it's so far away. You're not sure if it's a male or female voice, but it echoes through the crypt. Meanwhile, outside, Patrick is uh, ambling towards the ambling towards the light with Edmund in tow. Oh, Patrick, uh, slow down a little. Um, as Edmund is following Patrick, and you haven't seen a light yet, you can give me a luck roll to see if you because you're going in the same direction. Whether you inadvertently see what's ahead. Uh, forty-five on forty-five. Okay, you are lucky enough that you do not see it yet. You are focused on Patrick. So if you get up to Patrick, are you attempting to stop him or how how are you what are you doing when you get up to him? Does the the hand on the shoulder to brace himself? He's not athletic like Patrick is uh, in any way, shape, or form. Patrick, what um, don't uh don't give in to temptation. Stay with the group. You can find yourself in these rooms. I have to I have to confront the demon. The demons in the sky. Why are you walking away? I'm walking away? 
yeah, you're walking towards the... And then he, he, I think he probably does then look up kind of in the direction. Yeah, you can give me a power roll as you suddenly realize that you are, in fact, quite a long way away from where you should be. Uh, 50 under 80, so just no, a um, normal. Patrick, this is... Oh, you, you are Patrick, fine. You oh, haven't seen by its lore at the minute. Oh, okay. I'm feeling great. I failed and badly. <laughs> I, I, my hard success definitely beats you then. Yeah, I mean, you, you still feel the urge to carry on towards this light. Nothing bad there at all. I. This is my trial by fire. Those uh, unwashed in purgatory must be cleansed before they are uh, eligible to enter heaven. And I'll start, like, tearing bits of my clothes off as I trudge towards this, like, quoting Bible verses. Uh, just... Yeah, but, but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumph as trophies of Christ's victory and through us spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere and just power on through. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Do you mind if I use that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you following on behind him then? Yeah, Patrick, uh, God isn't. And he, he's trying to be like, oh, no, no, it's it's nothing like, wow, it is getting really bright in this direction, huh? Well, it's you, you are still somewhat distracted because you passed your luck roll. You're focusing okay. on Patrick, but you are now within 100, yard, 100 yards of it. Uh, both roll 1d3 oh, and D3. lose that much power and that much sand. Okay. I rolled a two. So that's... I rolled a three, so that is a two uh, halved then. Not much power, that much sand. Okay. Yeah, Patrick isn't so much bothered by this, but Edmund, you feel that this kind of wave of sickness come over you. You, you are oh. able to turn back if you wish, but Patrick is still marching on forward. Patrick, no, you gotta... He, he's he's getting that, like, revulsion. Is he feeling that? He's gonna try and uh, yep. pull Patrick at this point. He's gonna try and actually, you know, kind of throw him a little bit okay um if you're attempting to throw him or at least drag him away give me a fighting brawl roll all right i can finally assign some stuff and he did some stunt time uh so he's gonna put a fifth i think a 50 is one of them right yes uh 47 under 50 okay so mitchley patrick won't have so much of a chance to fight back because you are uh, not mm. blinkered, but definitely focused on getting to where this light is calling you to. You can potentially give me a dodge if you want to invest points in it. I, I don't really want to. <laughs> okay. In which case, uh, you can also just elect to let him grab you. I think so. I think Patrick's very go with the, the energy of the moment uh, at this point. Like, just whatever occurs to him now is just the will of God. Just <laughs> right um edmund can roll me one uh roll me one d3 plus damage bonus Ooh, to hear it <laughs> uh, i don't have a damage bonus but i do three damage then oh okay well you are literally patrick is thrown maybe you are thrown over your shoulder and there is a definite thud thud as you hit the deck but um you take the three hit points damage but that also breaks the compulsion so, yeah, you, you now feel that kind of wave of sickness cl uh, clawing into you and realize that part of your, your essence, your power, your soul has been eroded by the very presence of this thing. This is definitely some predator 
that's lurking within that light that you feel as if it's just waiting there to slowly erode all of the things around it, you included. All right. Um, Edmund, you're, you're a good man. God is obviously working through you and then going off in the direct, different direction. Yeah. Right, I'll, 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 I mean, of course I'll, not leave him behind. Hand. I'm going to yeah. help him. <laughs> like, but like very hurriedly, just like, let's go. Um, <laughs> Never mind. Are you heading back towards your trophy room, the building there, or are you heading towards the direction of the edge of the world? Uh, I'm heading back towards the trophy room because... Uh, I still believe I need to confront this demon. Uh, that was uh, my my goal leaving in the first place. I obviously don't want to drag Edmund into this, so I'll, I'll sort of deposit him into the trophy room and then uh, shout at the demon to try and get it to come down. Uh, if you try to convince it to come down, give me a fast talk, persuade or charm roll. It's going to be a persuade at a 50. Demon! Show yourself to me! I rolled a three. That's an extreme. There is a flap of wings and this thing lands on the fire escape right next to you within within arm's reach. Oof. Have you made a sound check for seeing this? Uh, I have, yes. Personal? Yeah. Okay, um, you're fine. That's how with Lance. Ed- I saw Edmund has not, so do you mind if I partake <laughs> you can certainly give me a roll good all right zero so, yeah this thing lands just outside the window and you can see this faceless thing of look in your or at least turn its faceless head in it in your general direction before it turns back to patrick and yeah it's it's there it's it seems to be listening to whatever it is you want to say answer me truthfully in the name of god are you my tormentor? It's got no mouth, uh, so it can't speak. So yeah, I'm just going to open the gestures. Yeah, it's, yeah, nonverbal communication. I've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, <clears throat> do you know the way out of here? Is the way out of here the edge? In fact, it not only does it shake its head quite vehemently, it also waves its hands like this. Give me a psychology roll. Uh, there's a regular success. Something in you is, t- is saying that it's not telling you that um, when it's saying, when, when it's shaking its head, it's not saying, no, that's not the way out. It's more t- uh, almost very worriedly trying to, uh, trying to dissuade you from going in that direction. It's not answering your question directly, but it's trying to very vehemently and very passionately discourage you from doing that. Okay. See, this is a, a conflicting moment for me. Because I anticipated this to be a uh, more antagonistic force than it is currently being. It appears to be being uh, quite helpful, which is, you're not going anywhere. Uh, I'll jump through the window and go tearing after, uh, into a direction shouting for Lance. 
Okay, you had a so run you, back. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. rush. You uh, you got a three on your interpersonal skill, so it's going to wait around for at least a little while. Meanwhile, right. um, say Lance was Lance and, and David are trying to keep Wick from falling into a hole if he opens mm. up another door. That's it. Uh, Wick can give me a roll. <laughs> yeah, another d6. Yeah. All right. If you'd like, I can put some of my fingers into some of your holes so you don't. No, get no, no away. thank you. No, uh, it's a four again. Uh, four, that will be. Oh, wow. Okay. This opens up into what seems to be another very academic institution where there are plenty of windows all around this uh, almost uh, semicircular room where there are rows and rows of chairs set up. This is some kind of lecture hall. So there's a very uh, slight incline goes down to a massive auditorium at the end. The glass windows that look out onto the outside world are desert rolling all across um, Wick, out as far as the eye can see. Wick, I think I'm fucking your your choices up because this I know this is another one of my places. Uh, but what you what is different here is that all of you, not just Lance, sees that there is a figure stood in the middle of the auditorium, looking up in all of your directions. Um, this figure is you're not too sure if it's male or female. Um, there's a surgical mask going across its face, but you can hear this voice coming from it calling for Lance. And one arm outstended, beckoning Lance um, to come forward. Do, do I know you? I'm going to start walking towards it. Well, you say, do you know it? Let me. It's a, it could be like the light. It could be another trick. Well, I, I don't feel compelled to go to it, but I feel... Like there's an answer here about something. A you memory? Me a psych- you can give me a psychology roll. Well, 27. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll put points into that. Um, <laughs> Good choice. Yeah, Maybe I'll drop put, your 20s. Uh, I'll put my 50 in there. And I got 27 when I rolled. Okay. Roll me one D10. 10. Okay, 10 is someone that you would consider significant in your life, like someone that is so passionately important to you that you could not live without them. Who is that person? Um, Leo. Not your whole sheet here. Leo Stark. Uh, Leo. Leo Stark. Yeah, you can see in which this figure beckoning and the other hand comes up and pulls the mask off, off of its face. And now that you can see the whole face, there is indeed Leo. So I'm going to immediately run forward and throw my arms around him. We descend into initiative at this point because something else is going to happen as you okay. uh, start to run forwards towards it. Okay. Um, the rest of you as in that room, you're at the epicenter of this. So we'll cut to uh, Patrick and Edmund uh, you can also do your initiative rounds because you can also act at the same time that shit goes down elsewhere. So uh, my thing, in fact, my cosmic thing, goes on decks of 50. 
did anyone go with a dex of 80? Uh, Wicks uh, very I far. guess I do. Oh, you went, you, you took dex 80 then. Yeah. Right. You see, uh, coming through, literally exploding through the window, this ball of light that is twisting and turning and writhing. And as it enters the room, it is within 20 feet or uh, 20 yards of all of you. Uh, can everyone, yeah, can yeah. everyone give me a sanity roll and then also 1d10 on top of that? Uh, it's a 44, which is just barely a success. And then, oh, and then 99. And then a 1. Ugh. Okay. 2. Right. Oh, on the, I thought you said you could, nine, the 99 was for your sanity. sanity. Right. Uh, in which case, for the... Um, oh, then 2 for the 1d10. Got it. Right. Uh so we know Lance failed sand. Uh, David? Pass the sand check. Uh, you're muted. Muted. Uh, sand, sand success, eight for the 1d10. Okay. So that's, I'll have to resolve these individually. Uh, Lance, you're going to lose 10 points of sand for the fumble uh on that and then an additional two points of power and additional two points of sand on top of that uh so you definitely give me an int roll to see if you I'm, go. I'm sorry give me that again i lost 10 uh, sanity yeah a total of 12 sanity and two power two power okay and then the int check to see if you go nuts 96 Oh, you, you remain in control of your actions. Oh, that's right. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I'm really going to do it too. And it also means you. It also means you don't attract the attention of the uh, the gargoyle as well. And David, you passed the sand roll, so that's a D three for the sand for that. Yeah. And then you rolled an eight. Was it for the D ten? That's right. So that's a total of eleven sand and uh, and eight pow. Um, I passed. I got a one. Okay, uh, so that's one d three for okay. Wick. That's one, or the one thing because get two on the dice, which means one. Okay, so that's uh, two points of sanity and one point of power. Okay, and I got the lightest out of all that. <laughs> having taken this further sand hit, I assume I'm going to roll in. Yes, indeed. Oh, good. Twenty-three. So that's you. So you understand. A hard success. Right. You suddenly have this moment of uh, insane insight. On the plus side, you gain five points of Cthulhu Mythos, but you finally get an, say, an insight into what this thing is. Everything around you is dream. In fact, this is the conglomeration of all of your dreams that all of you at once at one time were dreaming when you all saw this thing, this thing that is now rolling through the wall, uh, rolling through the window towards you that fell from the sky, a dream of something unknowable that was uh, dreaming out in the void that fell to maybe not earth, but maybe a reflection of earth, a reflection of earth that only exists in dreams. 
and grab, uh, gravitated you towards it like a lodestone, like a magnet pulling in all your dreams towards it that you fused together to form this, this landscape, this dreamscape that it and you are trapped in until you can find a way back to the waking world. How do you wish to flip out? Um, I, I have to wake up and that means I have to do impossible things like jump out a window or stab myself or like I have to break this illusion that I'm, that I'm, a, you know, a, a, a thing. So if there's a window, if, if this amphitheater looks down onto something, I might launch myself out. Okay. So that's your, you're going to be your intended action when we get round to, uh, round to your decks order. Uh, we're on 80 at the top. So, Wick, all this craziness is going off around you. What's your action at the top of the round? So, uh, doors. Yeah, there's going to be plenty of other ones that go off the go off the back end of the lecture hall. Uh, Try to open one. Okay, give me a give me a roll. You're doing it without assistance, so all right, here we you go. don't get a one, three, or six. It's a two this time. Okay. I rolled so, every number except five. Yeah. Right. Uh, that will lead you out into the one remaining two rooms. So then two is off the off the map otherwise. Leads you out into a gymnasium. All right. Well, I stumble into a gymnasium and my <laughs> yeah. Or at least uh, look into it. Yeah. So that's 80. Anyone on 70? I have okay. 70 dexterity. Yep. Patrick's up. Um, so we're not in this uh, amphitheater currently, are we? We're still uh, chasing. You are. You are a way back. Um, yeah. You can hear though, because noise echoes around here, especially as this thing as it's moving around. You hear an almighty crash somewhere off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's off in the direction where the other the other trio went. All right. So it depends. Are you going to try and get to them or go to what? What is your goal here? So, okay, um, I'm going to poke my head out of the window because you said the um, creature is still there for the minute. Yes, it is. Um, I imagine it's quicker than I would be. Um, I'm going to ask it. Can you take me to that noise? It nods and extends a something looks a bit like a paw. Yep, I'll I'll, I'll grab it. I I'll signal to Edmund if they want to come with. Jump on. Okay, I've got to get the decks. Exciting. Of the, uh, gargoyle I'm now as well. Incredibly <laughs> slow at reaching out though. <laughs> okay. Uh what decks does Edmund go on? Uh 40. Alright, uh, you'll be not quite at the bottom of the round, but the uh the gargoyle is gonna hold its action on 70 before it fly, flies away at speed 12, carrying both of you. Mm. So that was 70, 60, 50. 50. You're up. I'm I'm running to Leo and throwing my arms around him. 
Okay. Give me a dex roll to see if you can... Uh, this, in fact, this will be opposed against the thing to see whether it can get in range to do something it's planning on doing to you before yeah. you can get to your friend. I got a 36, which is a regular dex. I rolled 63, so I fail my dex. Okay. You get to Leo. Leo! Uh, with an almighty hug and embrace, you hear him, uh, as he's as you hug him, he just, he's saying, come back, take my hand, just wake up! And there is an almighty flash, and both you and Leo disappear. We'll get back to we'll get back to you in a moment <laughs> or two. All right, that was fifty. That, at which point, the thing rolls into the uh, rolls into the area, and uh, at this point, its target is now gone. So the only one left in the room is David, because Wick decided to go into the gym. So you are definitely out of uh, out of range. I'm going to try and force my way through uh, through David to the waking world. So, because you are the only valid target that it's got left. Uh, force passage. I need an opposed power roll from yourself, please. Opposed, not what it used to be. Uh, um, you do, however, get... Uh, you get one bonus die, I believe, because you have remembered your name. But you have not got any background connections on your sheet as yet. Um, That's right. However, that bonus die was double zero, and so I have a three. Okay, that's good. Right. Uh, in which best case, I, I need I need to get an extreme to beat you, and then unless you want to spend two luck, then to try and get it down to a crit. Oh, I won't be able to spend luck. But no, it depends it, what. It depends what. This I is roll. a dream. I rolled 17, which is under my 20 for my extreme. So do you want to spend two luck to uh, defend this thing off? I completely do. It's the only thing you can do when you when you realize you're in a bad dream is to will right. yourself out. You can, on a success, congratulations, you're still alive. Uh, give me 1d6. Five. Uh, oh, lose five. five. Sorry, Wick. Yeah, typical. Um, lose five power and five san as this thing tries to literally tear your the physical being of your soul apart. Um, this thing starts to emerge a series of tendrils of light, which start to pour through all of the holes in your um, in your being, and they start burning all the way through you, even going down like a meter, two meters, three meters down deep into you. This thing is trying to literally tear a hole through the fabric of reality through you as a living gateway to get to the waking world. Those little flashes of memory or little flashes of you trying to wake up, yeah, you, you, your eyes definitely flicker open as you realize you are laying down on some kind of bed in a, in a hospital, surrounded by panicking medical staff who are seeing these tendrils of light rip out of these holes in your, in your flesh. Right, that was 50. Uh, 40, anyone? That was 40. Oh, 40, rather. So 40 on, uh, for David, and I believe Edmund is also on 40 as well. Yep. Uh, grab, hold action grab the of- angel hand. <laughs> Yep, the uh, the paw, as yep, it grabs you and lifts the two of you off into the air, and you will descend into their location next round. And I think that then is 
the end of that round. So we go back round to uh, to Wick at the top of the round. So Wick, you're in the gymnasium. And <laughs> I, yeah. Um, are there? Do- I guess I'm going to try and open another door. Okay, give me a roll. Four again. Right. Uh, Could exhaust that... every possibility except for five. The, the dice absolutely hate you. Uh, yeah. And also, that then is going to be uh, because all of the four locations, library, crypt, and lecture hall, are now in play. Uh, give me a dex roll to see if you uh, fail to uh, to fall into a limitable void. Uh yes, I do. That's a seventy-nine. Or I guess I could spend, I could spend nineteen luck to make that a success. Up, up uh, to you. Uh, yeah, sure. So that'll put me down to. Uh, um... I'll be putting you down to, to, to 20, 28 luck. Okay. Uh, you managed to slam the door shut just in time before you would otherwise fall straight through into, into oblivion. Uh, give me a luck roll with your reduced luck. All right. Uh, no, that's a 96. There are no other doors out from here. You would have to go back, um, back through the gymnasium and out into the lecture hall again to find another, yep. uh, find another open That's door. That's where I'm heading. Okay. So that was 80. 70 is then going to be uh, Patrick and Edmund being dropped into this room via, with the gargoyle. So you come in through the hole in the window uh, that, it's, uh, that it's caused barging in. Because you are now uh, coming within its close proximity... Give me a D10 each uh, for both of you. I rolled an eight. All right, so that's Edmund losing four power and four San and Patrick Ooh. losing eight power and eight San. Patrick can give me an intelligence roll. Yes. 49 under 50. Are you kidding me? Uh, I succeeded. I understand what's going on. Oh, boy. Yeah, at the end, you have this moment of insane insight where you realize this is a, a dream of something that man was not meant to know, made physically manifest, and it is right here trying to tear its way into the waking world where it will unleash. If it's, if it's disintegrating your dreams, what the hell is it going to do to a real existence? How would you mm. like to flip out? Um, well, it's at this point that I think Patrick has understood that he's probably not going to survive um and suicide is a sin and so is taking another person's life so the only thing he's really got left to do is run and pray (laughs) so you're gonna run like hell (laughs) yes okay and you are on also deck 70 aren't you so you are you are doing your jesse owens impression uh, Edmund's quite far down the order. So next up, I believe, is 50, which is going to be the thing. And valid targets now. We've got uh, Patrick's run out. So we've got Edmund and David, who are valid targets. Who has the higher luck? Uh, 45 for me. I am de- I'm at 46. Ha ha. Uh-oh. <laughs> Edmund, congratulations! <laughs> you've just hurt yourself. You've just hurt yourself an attack. Can I have a, an opposed power roll from you, please? Uh, absolutely. Uh, ooh, thirty-eight is uh, one away from a hard, so I'll spend the luck to get there. 
you want to spend any more than one? Uh, I would love, you know what? I would love to spend 14 luck is what I meant to say to make an extreme. Do you want to spend any more? Because I rolled a 20, which is dead on my extreme. You would need to get. I would love to spend uh, uh, even more than that. Uh, 13 (laughs) from 31 is 20. 18. Yes, I would like to roll a one, please. Congrats. Right, um, you are able to withstand this thing as it emerges, this eruption of light pours through it in these tendrils that worm their way into your very flesh, passing through these sphincters that open as they approach. Um, you can roll a d6 and lose that much sand and that much power. Oh, you hate to hear it. Uh, all right, two. Oh, you're, you're getting off lightly, so mm-hmm. you're, still, you're still alive, you still exist, you haven't been obliterated as a, a living gateway to the waking world. Uh, that was on 50. So now the 240s, David and Edmund. Uh, decide who would like to go first between you. My luck's feeling pretty low, so go for it. <laughs> uh, so I, my uh, plan to throw myself out the window seems less relevant once I have been punctured by the light. And it didn't wake me up. And I can't conceive of what's. Well, I, I guess I'm gonna. I, I want. I'm. I'm. I. There must be a thing I can think of that counters this ball of wrong light. There must be a way I can. And anti-dream it, right? You can give me an in, uh, you can give me an intelligence roll to see if you have an idea. That's what I'm reduced to uh, regular only. Okay, um, you're on the right lines. You need to find a way back to the waking world, but you need to establish a path. You need to establish a connection and a solid enough connection to be able to get you back there. You saw what happened with Lance that. You saw that progression. He first learned his name. He found a meaningful location to himself, the library. He then found an object which was important to him in the he crypt. And then he the found some... in here. Yeah. Right. You need to follow in those same footsteps. You need to find that, first of all, you need to lay that same progression. You need to find a location that's important to you. And the only ones that you can think of are the ones that have any kind of remote connection to you are the ones with the forest outside them. And they're all way back uh, way back in the network of rooms that you've got. So time and to I've only, get running. I've only seen one of them. I don't know, sadly, about most of them. Um, but yes. Uh, off I go. I'm right, going to so hair, hair off. So you leave the lecture hall and run to the crypt. That leaves Edmund in the lecture hall. And... Pat, oh, in fact, Patrick is running as well. You're running away through the crypt, so it's uh, David and Patrick in the same location, and Wick is in the gym, heading away from Oblivion back there. And Edmund, you're up. And muted. Uh, I'm screaming in pain as this thing's trying to force its way through my chest holes. Um, is the uh, faceless creature still there it is still here um it's already had its action this turn dropping you in here 
So it's not doing okay. anything until next round. But you can see that it has also been affected by the proximity to this thing. He, uh, Edmund is awful at running. So he's just kind of blindly trying to swat it. And he's, he's calling out to the angel. Take me, to, take me to the theater, please. Okay. Uh, it will agree with that because it doesn't want you to be eroded. Right. Uh, I'm glad we're on the same page. In which case, we go. So we cycle into the next round. So, Wick, you're up on eighty. Um. Uh, I I guess I'm going for another door. Oh, I have to I have to go through the. I'm going through the. I have to go through the lecture hall to get to another you, door. You go back into the lecture hall, so right. you're basically on the back balcony where there are plenty of entrances going off there that would go mm-hmm. in. Presumably, the ways different students would file in. So there is another door that is within re- within reach of you this turn. So you can. Give and I me think. Control. I need if I get anything other than what I need, it's a blue. Yeah, it's you need you need a five. It's a one again. Give me a dex. I got an 18, so I'm, I open it and slam the oblivion yeah. door closed again. No, 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 don't. But now I'm in the, but now I'm in the lecture hall. Yep, you are still in the lecture hall, so you would be a potentially a target for the, yeah. the thing and its go. Uh, on 70 then, next, the, the gargoyle picks up Edmund and flies through the window, leaving you alone in the lecture hall. Uh then we've got Patrick on 70 as well. Yeah, so um, I want to try and find some level of solace. So I'm trying to find a familiar room now. Um, I don't think I was around for either the uh, lockers or the gym. Um, so I'd be heading in the vague direction of the trophies and hoping that I can run into something else that is of note while I'm on route to there. Well, the next room from the uh, from the crypt is the changing rooms. So really you go is. there. Um, you can give me a spot hidden roll while you, uh, when you get in there. Rolled ninety five. There is nothing at all for the, in terms of an item that you find here. So you I run. I go down and- to one luck. I could do it. Is it? I feel like I'm going to die if I don't. I would like to spend 35 luck to make it into a success. Right. What, uh, well, give me a 1d10 roll. A one. Okay. This is an item connected with your highest skill. So, with your swim skill, what is the item that you find here that is your treasured possession? I think it's my lucky pair of um, budgie smugglers, speedos. Um, these ones that I uh, wore underneath all my. Uh, team ones in water polo i'd wear them uh to swim meets and they would just they carry me to victory uh many a time gotcha they are sitting on the bench on one of the benches obviously you haven't passed through here before so you hadn't noticed them maybe the others yeah. have passed by and not not seen them but as you grab them you hear your voice being called from the gymnasium which is back through the crypt back through the lecture hall and off there because it's one of the rooms that Wick opened the door to. And I now have one luck, so I will be attacked immediately. Brilliant. (laughs) Sometimes it works out well. Sometimes it works out well, but just not for Wick today. So on 70 as well, 
the gargoyle is going to pick up Edmund, and you're not resisting, I take it, and whoosh, uh, takes you out of the room and starts taking you back towards the theatre you said you wanted to go to, yes? Mm-hmm. Right, that leaves... Uh, Wick, I believe, is then the only person in there at that point when it gets around to 50. Wick, would you like to give me an opposed power roll as it tries to use you as a living game right. to the waking world? Uh, that's a 34, which is out of uh, 34 out of uh, now 49. So there's a regular. Right, uh, 53 is also barely a regular from me, but my okay. 100 will then beat the tie. Do you wish to spend luck? To get uh, to I guess I could spend the 10 luck and go to 18. Right, because otherwise it's otherwise it is death if this thing wins, because it will it will tear you apart or tear you yeah. completely asunder. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll one d six then for your uh, power and sanity loss as it burns through you. Um. Wait. So this and this is with the spending the luck. Sorry. Or yeah. This this is okay. being able to survive rather than just die. Yeah. Uh. That's three. Okay. So three power and three san. <laughs> All right. Ouch. Uh, okay. And then we're down to the then we're down to the forties. Uh, oh no, because um, I think you you were first in the round, weren't you? You popped in back yeah. To here. Yeah, we're down to the forties then. So uh, that'd be David first off, while Edmund is uh, currently in the grip of the gargoyle being flown towards the theatre. And the rooms have changed since. I passed through them. There's no hospital. So I'm correct. Blindly, you know, flashing through doors, rejecting things that I know don't have relevance. So it's a question of how long it takes me to get to engineering, which is now next to the television set. Yeah, oh, that that's still there. It's basically it's gone from the changing room rather than connecting from the hut to the hospital back to the film set. It goes straight from changing room to film set. So you were in the crypt, so you move from there to the changing room. So you are with uh, Patrick as he finds his gog- uh, finds his goggles, but you keep on running. Oh, uh, swim, uh, swim trunks, rather. So, yeah, you are running on forward. You can give me a dex check to see if you can get to the next location in time or within the same round. Uh, oddly, I made it. 36 okay. is just under. You are in the film set, so you can see... In fact, there are two the two doors that lead off uh, two of the doors that lead off here. One goes to a drafts room, which now that you're in your blind panicky state looks familiar, as well as the factory, which looks vaguely familiar from here. The uh, the drafting tables are going to draw me first. Okay, so you're heading in that direction when you get round to the next turn, and that is because Edmund is stuck with the uh, gargoyle carrying him. So eighty is then top of the next round. So Wick. I guess, are there any doors left in here? I will say, well, there's one more. Yeah, I'm going to try to open that last door and get away from this thing. And I got another four. <laughs> Give me a dex. Uh, that's a 46. That's a regular success. Okay. Uh, again, you are able to pull the door shut. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you are going frantic now. You're running out of options. Yep, I am. And 
70 is next. So Gargoyle drops Edmund in the theater. And Patrick, you are you hear this voice calling to you from the gym, two rooms, uh, one, two, three rooms back. Yep. What I'm do you want to do? Running towards the uh that sound. Um you know, I, at, at this point, I just am holding on to whatever I heavenly calling I can think of because I I don't know what, what else I can do. So um, I hear my name being called, going. Maybe it's God, maybe it's an angel, maybe it's Satan. At this point, I don't care. I just want to get out of here. Okay, so you run into the crypt. And then... So 70, 50. Yep, so Pat Edmund is dropped. So 50. We are then going for an opposed power roll against Wick because you're the only valid target left still here. Ooh, I got a 51. That's a, that's a failure. I got a hard on 28. Uh, which means I do not have the luck to make that a success because I only have 18 luck and I got a 51. Right. There is an almighty shriek as this thing burns its way through you. Not only do you feel yourself being obliterated, the very boundary that separates this this little pocket of dreamlands from the waking world itself is ripped asunder. There is an almighty flash of light and you are no more as this thing burns its way through into the waking world. And we'll draw a slow quite veil over, over this scene for the minute. As Lance wakes up, you find yourself, uh, you suddenly gasp and are finding yourself stood around, or well, not stood, there are figures stood around you that are looking perplexed down at your uh, down at your chest and your bare body that's being exposed, looking in bewilderment as these welts that are all over your body start mm. to shrink, contract, and finally seal up completely. And you are, for all intents and purposes, fine. You're you're normal. Is Leo there? Uh, you have a look around you. There's you seem to be in what could be uh, best described as like an isolation room. But there is a window at one end uh -huh. where you can see a figure resembling Leo, but dressed up completely in PPE because they're, they're worried you've got some kind of infectious disease right. uh, that's looking quite worriedly on through the window. Uh, is there anyone in the room? Yeah, there's plenty of doctors all, oh. also, again, dressed you, up in PPE. You, you have to wake them all up. What, what, what was that? Wait, wait, wake up. What? Yeah, don't you, 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 you're awake. You're awake, sir. You, you, you don't. Don't worry. Just, just, just calm no, down. Not me. There's the others. Edmund and David and Patrick and Wick. What? What? What do you mean? And at that point, you can start hearing the alarms going uh, throughout the throughout the hospital, as a couple of a couple of isolation rooms down, there is a growing white light that's starting to pour through what was Wick's living body as well, the, the man who was once Wick, mm -hmm. as there is just this puddle of flesh that's left on the, uh, left on the table, left on the bed, as this thing erupts into the world. Around it, the walls of the isolation base start to crumble at an atomic level and turn to dust. 
and slowly everything around starts to completely obliterate as even down to I say a subatomic level everything is torn asunder energy is released as atom is ripped from atom and just this all-encompassing white light extends and starts to encompass the area a couple of the medical staff try to rush forward to try and wheel you out but that light just rushes forward and encompasses yeah. you those of you that are left in the dreamscape uh patrick edmund and david uh can you each um or not each uh what is who is the person with the highest luck not me oh, oh, i've got 18 but i'm pretty sure i i still have 46 yeah. right in which case the three of you as you find yourself in these in the different locations you're in like uh, Edmund is in the theatre as it's slowly starting to drip apart and break up so that there is just illimitable void in every direction. Uh, Patrick is run, runs back into the crypt as the floor falls, uh, falls out from under him. And uh, David was in the film set rushing towards the drafts room. Um, Edmund looks and turns toward, uh, looks back towards this, uh, this gargoyle that looks in the direction of what unbeknownst to you is the direction of the drafts room it flies through one of the walls as it collapses and you tumble into void as it flies flies away into the dark it goes towards um towards david and you can see this thing rushing out of the blackness ahead of you as the, there is a crack appearing in the wall do you allow it to grab you or because that's what it seems like it's trying to do it's kind of flying towards you with its arms out as if it's trying to rugby tackle you the 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 faceless thing Yep. I uh, I'll I'll open my arms to it. Okay. This thing grabs you like a rugby tackle around the round the waist and forces you th almost through a far wall and that just you find yourself completely surrounded in void. Can I have a power check from you? I, I assume oh. 74. That wouldn't have been good, even if I hadn't lost Pile six times. Oh, uh, let's see. Wait a minute. Oh, I can spend luck. You can indeed. Do you wish to? I can, I can dream luck. I can dream luck. Uh, right. In which I case? I can dream luck to hard. That, that why not? Regular, regular is fine. In which case, Patrick and Edmund unfortunately fall away into oblivion because once your waking world, once your your physical bodies have been completely obliterated, and there is no one left <laughs> falling away. Um, once there is no one left to dream, those dreams also die and collapse. But for those that dream and die and are in the dreamlands proper. There is a way to cheat death and there is a way to carry on dreaming while even your physical body is completely obliterated. David finds himself on the shore of what seems to be some almost Mediterranean style land that you can see dows, you can see ships uh, floating, out on the, floating out on the sea and a glorious city spread out before you. And this, this thing which 
maybe when you start to wander the streets of Salafé, you may realise that it's been, uh, may learn that it's got a name, that this Night Gaunt, this servant of Nodens, has dropped you here. As you have been, as you realise you have been given at least some form of escape, no matter how much you try and wake up, there is no body for you to go back to in the waking world, but you have an existence, indeed, as a, as a Riley is uh, eloquently displaying there. <laughs> but yeah, this thing has given you a, a way out, but it's the only existence you've got. And Can even take tips? <laughs> well, maybe and no it'll go on like... forever, supposedly. Mm. You know, I can try to dream it a rose or something. There might not be any more roses. Well, you are you are a normal denizen of the dreamlands. You are not a dreamer per se anymore. But then again, Karan's also died and was able to still construct uh, construct his city that you find yourself on the outskirts of. There's a train. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, there, is, there is the sound of a, a, a locomotive going by. It's time to practice as well. And I think that's a good good point where we can leave it. Fantastic story. <laughs> that was that was insane. <laughs> Love that. And I escaped awesome. and I still got <laughs> just obliterated. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was just a shockingly bad run of uh, run of rolls for, for John there. All you, anyone needed was a single five, but not a single five came up in the whole, the whole so game. So would he have found a a, a glacier? Um, he would have found a series of rooms that would have given an indication to his occupation. Um, because how I've set it up is that you you define your your you define your skill that you've uh, got at seventy percent in character generation. Mm. That then gives me a list of possible occupations that could have that ah. as an occupation skill. So when uh, John chose demolitions, <laughs> because I said the only skills that were off the table were Cthulhu mythos, law as in L O R E, like mm -hmm. dream law right. or Yithian law, etc., and uh, and there was one other one, but I can't remember. Dream, oh, dreaming dream. as yeah, well. Dreaming. That's it. But those are off the table. Demolitions is a skill that you could lo logistically pick. Uh, that means that from the options that I had, I pegged you as being a soldier. Mm -hmm. So that because uh -huh. they are, they're at least right. an occupation that could be trained in the use of demolitions and explosive material. Right. So you could have wandered into a barracks, a war memorial, or a mess tent. But no fives came up. So no, no. I rolled a three, a six, a six, a six, a one, a three, and was a it... four, a two, a four, a one, a four, and a four. Have you considered that you might be an astronaut? <laughs> <laughs> so was it is it designed so that once you've hit three of your rooms, then you see an entity that pulls you out of the dream? Well, you have the potential to. Um once you hit the first thing is get your name your name second yep. is location right the yep. third is a significant oh, item because you got all of them yeah, yeah. it Tom. could be yeah depending That's on awesome. which you go yeah, depending on what you go for it could be a location or it could be an item ah, depending okay. on how you interact with the environment ah, first okay. but those are the first three is you get those uh, you get those name and those two set those two can happen in any order right but then once you've hit the once you've hit those two you then hear someone calling your name, which is basically guiding you towards ah. your third location, which mm. is where you can meet your significant person. 
But once you have got to that point, you've also alerted what I've referred to as the cosmic thing, because I've got a series of options mm. as to what this thing can be, rather than give it a name if you're using a different option for it. Right. Um, it's deliberately waiting around because its presence erodes reality. It's waiting for you to be so eroded and so weak that it can use you as a living bridge to get to the waking world. So it doesn't need to attack. It just sits around and waits for you to be uh, driven mad, driven low pow, um, just waits for that moment to strike like a shark circling. It waits for its moment to pounce. That's awesome. If it senses someone has got a third collect third connection, it goes, you're trying to escape quick, get you before you can get out. Ah, and my, that triggers the end game. One. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. good. And then who was the, uh, the black gooey guy that got torn to shreds. Ah, the missionary. Uh, is, yeah, he's a missionary. Um, he's, I just refer to him in the text as the doomed dreamer. That there is, uh, there is basically one other dreamer that's in here with you. That this thing, this cosmic thing, when it crashed through the dreamlands and then crashed in through the barrier between worlds, it didn't make it all the way to the waking world, but it made it um, to the nearest dreams that existed nearest to the dreamlands. Because ah. that precipice um, from Selafe, from those who remember the Lovecraft story, the way that Quran's entered the dreamlands was that he stepped over a precipice. He stepped over the threshold rather than going down the series of steps. Right. If you had tried to throw yourself over the dream, uh, over that precipice, one of the orders the Night Gaunt has is to stop you from doing that, which is why it was trying to dissuade you. Mm. Um, its orders are, if you try and get over that, kill you. But it's not Very hostile. Good. It instead would try to dissuade you. Or if you were to go leaping over it one at a time, it would swoop down out of the sky, grab you and basically throw you back onto the land and basically go, no, don't do that. But I, yeah, was, so I was thinking that was going to be the direction you were going to go when last. I, I was. This, yeah. mm. If you had got this mass exodus planned, yeah. there is a chance that some of you could, in fact, escape because it can't, um, the night gaunt can't catch all of you. It can only catch one of you and throw you back. But the thing will also try to use you as then a living gate to get back to the dreamlands instead. So one of you might end up getting burnt as he right. tries to, as you try to get back, but instead it ends up going to the waking world and obliterating, obliterating there. And it Very obliterated good. the whole waking world. Yeah. Well, at least Aww. at least a little area of it in its immediate area it destroys everything because it uh, literally erodes everything in its immediate presence. So going through uh, Paul Wick and getting back to the same hospital that you were all lying in a coma in. And um, we, still yeah, don't know, we still don't know what Wick's name is. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. He never Nobody even got a name. Wink. He never Wink. even Wink. got a name. Unmarked great. Actually, you can be interned in the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier because no one knew who the hell you were. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Our players oh, included man. Nathan Decker, John Dos Passos, Riley Kruger, David Gasway, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to the channel, and punch, our, punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. 
Leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>